We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! All right, let's do it live on a Tuesday. It is Tuesday, October 10th. Hard to believe it's fucking October already. Hope everybody's had a good week. Glad to have you guys back in. We've got a few familiar faces joining us in studio today. Got Brad and Jay Cauley of Sour Blood. Welcome back, boys. Good to have you back in. Brad's currently dying. <laughs> What's up, guys? Damn, boy. What's up, guys? <laughs> Does that have some Labrador in it, man? <laughs> hey, is he? <laughs> hey, am I driving okay, man? Am I driving okay? Oh, it's on the back of the car, man. <laughs> Some tight stick. It's <laughs> <laughs> a tight stick. Oh, oh shit. Hey, this guy can pretty much quote the whole the, the entire movie. Love I it. mean, it is an absolute I'm, elite movie. I'm, I'm, I'm actually You keep on knocking, but you can't go. Yeah, come yeah. on, Jay. Let, me get, let us hear it. Where is you at on Let us hear it, bro. He thought it was going to be too easy. He, yeah. yeah, he was going to walk right into it. So... <laughs> Got these boys in here uh, to do a little bit of a barnyard breakdown. So, as we've mentioned on the show... Um, Several episodes leading up to this, we had a had a big show here in, in Fayette County. There a couple weeks, about a week ago, was it September thirtieth? Um, great show from a from a viewer standpoint. We were busy. I know we were busy as a podcast, we're just talking to folks, like, running around like crazy, and yep. um, you know, setting up, tearing down merch, talking to people, um, and listening to a lot of great music. So it was a, it was a really good time. Um, so wanted to have the guys that put the show on to to come in and and give their thoughts on it. This was the tenth year of Barnyard, um, so you know they're always looking for ways to to make it better and and as always give advice to to other local artists out there that are doing shows like this or putting shows like this on or interested in playing uh, these kind of shows. So um, first off, guys, thanks again for coming in and giving us your time late at night on a on a weeknight. Um, wanted to just kind of you know each of you go through. Uh, what you thought about this year um, from start to finish, set up to tear down, um, the performances, your guys' set, um, other bands, anything you want to touch on, you know, you guys can kind of just let it rip, whichever one of you wants to go first. Well, I think uh, before we talk about this year's Barnyard Bash, since it was the 10-year anniversary, um, just to talk a little bit about just kind of where it all started, you know, and how it's how it's grown and how it's become – what it is today mm -hmm. you know barnyard bash started basically as a cornfield party okay so we used to practice out on prairie road uh the band once pure out on prairie road and a friend of ours had a barn he had a two-story barn okay and We're so currently trying to fix brad's mic sorry <laughs> we we sunk a bunch of money into like renovating that top floor and using it as a practice space okay and so, where was this out again? I'm sorry. Prairie, Prairie, Prairie. Prairie. Okay. Yeah. So we would practice out there all the time, and we we decided to to throw you know a big party. So we yeah, called it the Barnyard awesome Bash because we practiced in a barn, and the stage was set up in front of a barn, and <clears throat> you know we had we had camping was available, but we we didn't know all the things that we know today as far as what sure. goes into doing it um, and all the preparation. But, you know, starting from being out there and just being sort of rookies at 
putting on an event like this and like trying to learn, you know, what to do. And each year you'd learn from the previous year, you know, what worked and what didn't. Well, I mean, you know, let's just be honest. Like it, it started out as a, just a, a birthday party and a party for a bunch of us. And, uh, and then everyone came and like had a great time and we're like, Oh shit. Oh, Dude, we got to play year. music. Yep. And yep. like, there was all these people here just partying and having fun. Like we should do this again next year. Right. And then that was kind of how like that rolled. And like Jay was saying, you know, like we had no clue what we we're doing. We we're just really like, mm -hmm. we really just wanted to play a show and then like throw a party. So people came. Hmm. And, Smart. That, and that's just kind of <laughs> no like shit. Smart. that's just kind of like how, how it started you know so now by uh camping is available do you mean like people just slept or they dropped or yeah. Yeah. they brought tents and they camped out yeah we had a big enough like that's the og rock out camp out <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so the the property had like three sides of the property were surrounded by field by the cornfield mm -hmm. love corn. um but he had enough With land to where we no. could oh yeah we could have like the, the beer trailer <laughs> porta potties which you know that that's not a that's a benefit that we have today of not having to use those but when you're out right. in the middle of nowhere you, you gotta, gotta have, have something. something and that's just not for dudes we'll go anywhere yeah but the ladies I mean, they gotta you know yeah, I, I, mean, I i love a good outdoor poop that's it's like, amazing <laughs> how quickly those things fill <laughs> up yes it is it is you amazing know? yes it's like everybody just so happens to need to take a shit at this party. Yes. Mm -hmm. Everybody gets nervous. It's a nervous shit. <laughs> Horses and drugs or whatever. <laughs> Horses and drugs. Something. But so, so much X. <laughs> so you know the first year we had kegs and trash cans. Yes. Beautiful. That, that, was, how it, that was how it started. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, there wasn't an actual trailer. Yeah. With the taps and just kegs full of ice or trash cans full of ice with a fucking keg in it. Yeah. Yep. And, and just having like 16 of those bitches yep. and just that's awesome. going through them. That's fantastic. Some of the best parties of my cold, life though. had those. Yeah, but it's a lot of work to have to refill, you know, mm -hmm. have the ice and refill them. And well, I mean, the very first year, I think it was just like we got like three kegs and yeah. like know, a couple hundred people showed up. Oh, shit. See, it was chaos. Quickly. It, it was chaos because yeah, that, we would have people that had basically volunteered to do it, and they would come and have they would have like a specific job, you know, could be security. Mm -hmm. But what happens was that they party too hard, mm -hmm. got drunk, and now you don't really have security. Yep. Now security, security's drunk. Security's starting fights. Yeah. <laughs> Security's just, they're starting fights yeah. in the pit. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, pretty, that's metal as fuck. Dude, that is that's, metal as fuck. That's pretty metal. Like, Dude, that is, happened out at Faco on the farm. Do you guys remember that? I've heard of I've it. I've heard of that. Yeah. So You so, guys talked about it when uh, you and Bloomy was on. They did? Yeah. No, yeah. no. I, I, you know, I, I just listened to the episode. Like, yeah, they, I, I think maybe, the, maybe they did. They they briefly touched on it. I thought. Well, when was this? Oh man, that was <clears throat> that was what actually kind of like started the 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 backyard parties. At least for like my experience, right? Like the big ones like that, yeah. where like 
you know, the 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 Dements have all that farmland out there. Oh, like, uh, <laughs> Jacksonville area. We know that area pretty well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, I still so, have plenty of ragers out there yeah. in my So, day. you know, he Brad started like him and his family started putting this on and having bands play out there. I mean, once Pure played out there pretty much every year that he did it. Yeah. Um and it got crazier and crazier. Yep. Uh, that that one was the one where the security guard like robbers. They had was they had they had strippers. Strippers there. Security strippers. guards were fighting each other. Craig dude, was, was probably out there fighting each other for the strippers. Shirt open. <laughs> but um, so I started like, you know, it was it was it was a good thing or whatever. And I'm like, well, fuck, I can do this, mm-hmm. right? Like, the last year that they had it, it wasn't like it, you know. Everyone got too drunk, mm-hmm. um, including like the sound guys, and it was just like <laughs> it was just it's bad a and shit ca- show. It was nice. a shit show, bad, chaotic, all this. The intentions were good, but the yeah, execution, yeah, yeah. yeah. execution. The, the very last year that they did it, because like the first like three or four before that were baller, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, like I could do this, right? Like, so we did it. And mm-hmm. then each year, like we did it out on Prairie from 2007 to 2011. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. And then in 12, it, did it, is that when it moved was in 12 or? So after, so 2011 was n- not really a good uh, year for the bash. Okay. Like the bands were good and stuff, but like, I don't know what it was. Like that was, what I, I mean, I don't know. Like the, turnout? Yeah. Turnout, you know, like all the people that from Fayette County that always used to come out and like that we would see all the time. Like we could sell a hundred tickets a piece to a Al Rosa show all local night. That place would be packed out. Right. Mm -hmm. So like all these people, um, you know, I mean, they just, I don't know, like, you know, having kids, families, the, the, the opioid epidemic really hit, Mm um, Fayette County, like 2000, like it was pretty peaking out at 2011. Mm -hmm. Um, so there was a lot of things that affected it or whatever, and it just it, it wasn't good, right? You know, the property ended up being sold. Okay, so if you drive out there now, the house has been demolished. Is this on the curve? The bar- yeah, it's in between Dill and Hayes Road. Yeah, I know exactly where that's at. Yeah, yeah it's right down where you can we still used to see. Go past it to go to Hottingers. Oh, shit. like it's on, on the right yeah. there, right before you get to yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you look close enough, you we were can young see where the driveway so. used to be. Yeah. But it's all just fields. Because we were in high school in 2009, 10, 11, 12. I mean, that's when yeah. we were in high school. Yeah. So we were out there all the time because a buddy of ours <clears throat> lived out there that we played football with, and we used to go out there all the time. And I remember seeing that big ass. It was an old, old uh, stone foundation barn. Um, beautiful property, and they have tore it all down, haven't they? Yeah, they tore the house and everything down. So it got sold. Eleven wasn't a great show. So where does it go from there? Well, I mean, that was kind of that's where that's where we. Is that when we took a break? Is that well? I mean, obviously, once the band split, mm-hmm. that would that would have been when I'm sorry. When once pure split, uh, yeah. Oh man. I don't know what year it was. 
We're really quizzing well, the memory here. Well, yeah. I'm just well no, to so I mean, I'll break it down. So I got, you know, so, you know, in the last episode, we talked, you know, we we, we delved into, like, my past and, like, mm-hmm. how drug addiction, like, yeah. you know, did me, you know, so, like, I ended up getting locked up, um, you know, due to the drug addiction and the stuff that I was doing or whatever. Um, in 2011, 2011. Okay. Like, a- after the Barnyard, after the Barnyard Bash and stuff. Nope, I take that back. The beginning of 2012. Okay. Yeah, so it was like February 2012 was probably, you know, once pure dissipated, you know, I had to get my shit together mm-hmm. and all that, and then, yeah, I mean, we wasn't playing with anybody, so it was mm-hmm. just like, why, why are we going to, and we don't have nowhere to put this play this show on. Yeah. So, you know, that kinda happened. And then uh when I started playing with Sour Blood again, like twenty sixteen, you know, um, we were we were going and then, you know, back in the day Sour Blood played the Barnyard Bash with Once Pure. Right. So like even before I was in Sour Blood or Jay was in Sour Blood, you know, when we were in Once Pure and stuff, like I remember when when you know, Sour Blood came out, and like, and we had played played shows together. Like, I've got old posters with Sour That's Blood. That's awesome. Yeah, right? That's before old, you were in them. Yeah, I try to yeah. keep a poster from every year. <laughs> yeah, right. To, and to go back and like look at the bands that were that were playing it and stuff. Like, it, that's that's pretty sweet. So Blooming's like, dude. So it was kind of cool uh, because I was kind of the business head for Once Pure, mm-hmm. and Blooming's like the business head for Sour Blood. Right. So when we. It, it, it's it's worked out great for us because we've been able to take like split that load now right right where he felt like he was shouldering it forever and then i felt like you know i was shouldering it forever and once pure and um so he's like dude we should we should do the barnyard bash again right and uh so we ended up bringing it back in 2018 and that was the uh, first year we played it right was mm, that at the fairgrounds mm-mm. 2018 no. was not okay. 2018 was in circleville okay yeah okay so, um, we're at Circleville. Was that the one I played? Yeah, that's how we roped him back in. Yeah, we are. Yeah, that's that's right. I got you back in. Uh, we I got you to come all around that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I was trying to think back. Yeah, because we already went through all that. But yeah. I was trying to think. So the first year that Barnyard came back, that was the year that I came back and played. Yep, twenty eighteen. Nice. So nice. yeah. So all right. So there wasn't nice. a barnyard that I didn't play. No. That's great. You've played every barnyard bash. That's all crazy. Ten fucking outstanding. I just so all happened ten to come back. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. That's awesome. So it was in Circleville in 2018. 19's when it moved to the fairgrounds. Yeah. And it's been there ever since. So it's been at our fairgrounds for four years now. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. We had to skip one year because of COVID. COVID. Yep. Yep. I forgot about that. Yep. Yep. Twenty twenty. We had to. And we, you guys, pushed like hell to still have it, from what I remember. Well, I mean, we followed like all the protocol and stuff like that. We were gonna have to like, um, you know, uh, set up tables and you know space them out six feet apart, yeah. and you know, have sanitizer, <laughs> what a wild time to be dispensers alive. Wow. everywhere. That's not rock, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, but really, the bottom line, what the bottom line comes down to is that it costs a lot of money mm-hmm. to put it on, mm-hmm. and you have to front a lot of, a lot of money mm-hmm. up front. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the goal is always to like break even yep. so that at the end of the day, you're not paying 
we're we're all not paying out of pocket. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Tyler maybe shorten his. Uh, yeah, but so he, with, I'm, I'm swallowed by this couch, right? Oh, dude, it'll eat so you. So it's all the way out just so it can kind of be. It'll eat you. I, I know. <laughs> it'll choke you. Choke nut. So during COVID, it's it wasn't worth the risk. Right. Of the financial going risk. through yeah. the financial risk of going through yep. that yep. and no one showing up. Yeah. Like yeah it I mean, would yeah. be a disaster. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be bad. I don't I don't blame you yeah. one bit for mm-hmm. uh pulling the plug on that just from the standpoint of look, you guys are paying for this with your own fucking money. You know what I mean? Like this is coming out of your pockets. So you can't you can't justify thousands of dollars of an investment for something that might leave you in the black big time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Then you, then you can't do it next year when COVID's gone. So, yeah. yeah. And I get that because there was a lot of things that in my profession that we had to put off for a lot of the same reasons. So, so I guess my question, so 18, you did it in Circleville. Turnout ended up being okay? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't bad. Like, okay. you got to... You know, uh, I look at it the same way as I do with like my, um, like my nine to five job, right? Like, you know, like working through the pandemic and, and just like, there's no data really to compare that to because we really never experienced anything like that where they Mm -hmm. just shut the economy down basically. And so like, it was a fucked up thing, but, um. So, given the circumstances, like mm-hmm. I thought it was a thought it was a, yeah. a, a pretty good turnout, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe two hundred people or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and then um, that was kind of in the middle of nowhere. It it was, but like the we started shopping around, and I, I got into the fairgrounds because I used to, I, we put shows there put on shows there was once pure like before they had all like the new barns the new and stuff barns. out there mm-hmm, yeah. we'd run out like the mayhem building or the fine arts building and do like a new year's eve show like byob yep and yep, uh, smaller scale but still yeah. good time I was oh yeah. yeah 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 you know um back when like you know a lot of people always came out and did stuff because mm-hmm. internet wasn't so prominent mm-hmm. youtube wasn't prominent all that stuff but anyways um found the fairgrounds for and what sold me on it was it was covered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Rain or shine. So that that stress level of doing an outdoor event um, and weather dictating it, like that went That's, away. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Look at Blue Ridge, that rock mm-hmm. festival that was an absolute fucking disaster this year because of weather and poor management. And poor but, management, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you do an outdoor show – you run that'd a be a huge lot risk it, it, it is right so like you're you're looking at that and you think about like on that scale right mm-hmm. like the the band the caliber of bands that they got and just like mm-hmm. dude the stages the sound the vendors like there's all this stuff that goes into it right and um on that scale i just couldn't even imagine dude like mm-hmm. I, oh yeah because some of those some of those higher end artists get to put shit in their riders where it's like if we don't play the show because of weather xyz we still get like, paid we still get paid something yep yeah it's like fuck. Mm-hmm. yeah plus you've already paid the people like and you pay- gotta refund tickets yeah so like you know um 
Woodstock, we found they it. said, fuck it. It poured like the whole time, <laughs> and they still stoned on acid, still jamming. Sixties yeah. were different though, so yeah. it must be different breed of people. Yeah, the way different. They were fucking and dropping they, acid like it was nobody's business. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix with that shit in his headband, you know, just going nuts. Tangent. My bad. Continue. No, nah, you're good. I mean, they didn't. Uh, they had tough skin. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, definitely yeah, for sure. So you moved it to the fairgrounds in 2019. Yeah, booked 40 that, below summer. Yep, that was the year, the first year you the guys first played. Year right, we it was played in 19. It. Yep. yep. So you See, played at 19, 21, 22, and 23. Years, we didn't though. we didn't play 2020 because, because of COVID. COVID. Yeah, that yeah. was canceled. Yeah, so that so 21. You've played every year at the fairgrounds. Yeah. You're not talking yeah. in the mic, by the way. Yeah, no, I'm thinking out loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So bad news, you're not getting an invite for next year. Uh, <laughs> 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 I got a little insider trading info there. Uh, yeah, 40 below. I was going to say, who? I'm trying to remember all the headliners you guys have had. So, 40 below summer was the one. I remember them. Yeah, now, I mean, we've had years or, where we were the headliner. Yep. 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 Or co headliners, I guess is the, the term I should use, yeah. probably. Broken Vixens. I mean, I know we're going to get into it later, but yeah. So weird. yeah, I mean that was the, we brought that was the year that Kaziki came himself and ran sound, and then we had yeah because I remember that was within the first year of me being with the band, and I had never heard like from us or been at a local event with that kind of sound, and I remember like hearing videos back. I'm like, holy shit, this sounds fucking good, and and I remember Tyler hyping him up beforehand because he had knew of him or something if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, uh, the Southern Ohio Buckeye Bike Rally out in Jeffersonville, he did sound out there the one year and we had played that and Dude, I, I remember Kaziki back. Like the event remember? itself wasn't that great, but like I mean, his sound was sound amazing. Elvis, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Like, that's where we met him. Yeah, I think Tipton told me he was a intern at Al Rosa or something, and then he, he became knew, a, then he Tony became the guy. Found out that that's what he knew he had. Then he became the guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you you know he worked out. He started yeah. out as an intern, and then he took over as the sound guy for Al Rosa. Okay. And mm -hmm. then Good for worked him, his man. way up and started his own cool. company, and yeah. he's yeah. baller, dude. Yep. Um. We had the side stage with like the acoustic acts and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, might have been, might have been my first. Uh, no, it wasn't the first Stand Your Ground show. I, I did Stand Your Ground up there. Like, yep. Um, 2021, we, we were, uh, we headlined it. Yeah, it was us. 22. Us and Lakewood, was it? Dread Engine was there one year. Was that 22? That was last was year, wasn't 20, it? They were there. Damn. They were definitely running there together 22. Now. I was going to say, I thought they were there last year. Yeah. The last, like, three years talking? are all the same to me. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. It all happened at once. That's why yeah, I forgot I that, I'm you know. I'm 90% sure Dread Engine was there they, last year. They were the there. The last two there. years. Yeah, last, last two. So they were, they were there 21. Yeah. And then last year we had us and Heartsick. Yep, mm -hmm. that's right. Right, so yep. you know, um, I mean, you know, you think of the, in the stackness of like the the last the last bands like have have always have all been like pretty fucking mm -hmm. solid, right? Like, 
uh, I don't know what it was in one year, but it's usually screaming evidence in liquid, yep. you know, sour blood. We're all like right around, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, really close to, to each other. And then, you know, heart sick ended it the one year um, convictions this year. Bro, that dude's a fucking monster. They're front man. Yeah. He is a fucking monster. He's got was, so many different screens. I yes. was blown away by how I was like, oh, fuck, this dude's legit. Like, what and I'm brings gonna, the fucking ruckus, like, just yeah. brings the energy. I'm like, God damn. He's these filled, people have been headbanging for six hours and he still got them going. He's filled in for August Burns Red. Yeah, he was on yeah. tour with him. Was that, wasn't that this year or was that last year? It was recent. I don't know exactly. Maybe last year. Yeah. What I'm pissed off about is I consider myself a giant fan of metalcore music, and I didn't know of Convictions until they were mentioned for Barnyard. Really? Didn't, didn't know of them. Yep. I mean, dude, don't feel bad, dude. It's cool. Crazy. Well, I mean, I'd never heard of them. They're, they're from Ohio. I know, I but still, <laughs> I checked their Facebook, and it's like 50,000 yeah, uh, followers 50, or whatever, and I'm followers. like... How the fuck have I never ran across these dudes when I listen to They're like to bands real are... Christian metalcore, though. Like, they're like yeah. real gospel Christian metalcore. Yeah. So, like, it's, know, kind of a, sweet. it's kind of a niche. That, they're just like wolves. I mean, it's kind of that same niche. A little bit heavier, they're, I think they are a, a more... Yeah. Ugh, than, you're talking about wolves at the gate? <laughs> yeah. Did that sound again? So, <laughs> did you know that there was a girl I went to high school with that married the guitar player? For Wolves at the Gate. Well, hell, they're from that's, Cedarville. Yeah, right right on the road. Road. Yeah. yeah, met at college. That's like a Christian college, right? Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. correct. Yep. Yeah, that's where they met. Yeah. I didn't know if you knew that. No. Right? Somebody told me that. I, I, are they still I local? I did know that y'all talked about it on the pod. That's why. That's why. And I just listened to that a couple days ago. So, yep. All right. Yeah. So, I, I guess. Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. I was I was just super random. I was going to ask if, if they were still local convictions and wolves do you guys know if they're still like they stuck around here or if they like moved to la or yeah they're the convictions is local yeah they're uh, from northern ohio though right yeah. they were like they were like boy we're in the south I was yeah like, yeah there's a big difference when you hit that 70 break okay yep. there's it's two different states <laughs> i forget who it was but they were like we're it was ohio and i was like yeah but they're from like northern ohio it's, it's like it's completely, completely different it's, We're the I south do, I, to them. Yeah, when I do business, I do business in Northern Ohio. They're like, "Where are you from?" And I'm like, "Fayette County." And they're like, "Fayette County, Kentucky." And I'm like, "No, yeah, like Fayette County, Ohio." <laughs> it's crazy. You get 15 <laughs> minutes. Uh, I'd say about 30 minutes north of Columbus. It switches quick. It's, man. You hit 70, it bro. And it's quick. It's yeah. So, some of the guys at Wolves are still in Ohio. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're doing cover songs now. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, dude, uh, I enjoyed it. Oh, fucking you cover listen, album. Have you listened to their new cover album they did? Trying to be hyper Pretty good. Um, I would prefer their own originals, but they decided to do a cover album. I thought it was, for the most part, it was pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool if you do, like, a cover. They did a whole cover album. They did a whole bro. cover album. So yeah. they did Foo Fighters, Incubus, Deftones. That's not very nice. Um Deftones, Incubus, some, some like... Popular hits that maybe I'm not as familiar with. Like they done Heathens. Uh, they done Heathens by 21 Pilots. Uh, a few others. It was a pretty cool record. I, I enjoyed it. It was a nice switch up. That's what's up. So let me ask you guys a question. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh -oh. So what, what's, what, what was your thoughts of the bash before we delve into... Can I go first? I'll, I'll go first, actually, oh, okay. because... I wasn't there the whole time. Um, 
my son had a football game was supposed to start at 5.30, and I was going to, I had to have him there at 4. So I basically had to load my shit in and, like, dip out, get him ready, feed him, you know, because apparently you got to feed your kids. And then uh, <laughs> that is in the brochure. And, yeah. and, uh, yeah. Get him to the football game, dude. They didn't start the fucking game till forty five minutes later, like forty five minutes after they were supposed to. I remember texting him. So I had to bro, literally, bro, I had to literally leave at halftime to like go home, get ready, and and get back to the bash so that I could fucking play. I was pretty pissed because I was like, I I was going to be there like. Six thirty, seven o'clock. Right. Be able to see a couple more bands before we went on, and it's like I got there and I didn't even have time to listen to whoever whoever was on stage. Who was it? I don't know, but right I, from what I remember, you got there when Liquid was playing. Liquid. Okay, I, I got no, there the right band before, right before Liquid. Hold on, it wasn't so hot. It wasn't yeah, so yeah, it was so hot. So hot. Yeah, okay, and they killed it. They absolutely killed it. I didn't get to listen to them because I'm running around, and then my mom brings the kids there, and so I'm like scrambling to try to find the the headsets that i had brought for him and i got people trying to talk to me people stopping me and i'm like look everybody just leave me the fuck alone i gotta like do this thing i ain't got time and for this shit then i'm like trying to find the, the 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 podcast shit that we we brought and i couldn't find it and then ended up being in one of scotty's fucking drum bags and i was like what the fuck dude fucking so, scotty it wasn't even his fault like i think <laughs> Uh, the ladies at the the merch booth tossed it in there, and they did. I don't know. Yeah, it was, because it was sitting on a chair out, and but, shit. Yeah. So yeah. By the time, like, it was our turn to get our shit loaded on stage. Like, I had only been there for about thirty minutes. Yeah. And it was it was not fun. So, my apologies to all the bands before us that played. That, yeah. Uh, I didn't get to see. Kicked fucking oh, ass, they were fucking they? nuts. They did. Bro. <laughs> They, Them young boys, they got on guitar, yeah. fucking rip, dude. Well, I know uh, there's there's screamers like really fucking good. He's like, he's like Chunky Howard Jones. I don't know who that is. Kill switch. Yeah. Oh, Anthony. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's like Chunky Howard Jones, bro. He's he's, he he's kills turning it. fifty real soon, bro. He kills it. They just asked us to play that birthday show on the twenty third of December. Is that um, a, a they're doing a birthday show for Anthony, their front man, and they want oh, us to play that's on the twenty third. Ray's birthday. Show. Yep. What the fuck are we doing two days before Christmas? I'm down to play I mean, that's some two days before Christmas. So Anyways. nobody's doing that. Nobody's working. We'll talk about it. So um, I got I to gotta look at my schedule. But uh, yeah, so I, I really don't have a ton to say about the bash. I was super, super excited about uh, um, convictions. Um, oh, we I were feel raging, like that bro. was... I really enjoyed 40 Below Summer when they came. I, I feel like convictions was... Maybe more in line with what like people nowadays are listening to. So I felt like maybe they were going to land a little better than Forty Below Summer did. Like Forty Below, I was vibing. They played Rope. I lost my shit. Yep. And uh, but like not many people knew who they nah, were. So that, like hardly yep. anybody stayed. But like the it, bands, which is unfortunate. <laughs> it was just yeah. legit. It ended up being just like a, a personal show for us. Right. Yeah. It's like they're just playing yeah. to us. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I, and I was cool with that. And they ripped. We, the ripped. Pulled my shots. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Um, but yeah, Convictions. I I listened to some of their songs, but I really didn't have, like, didn't really take the time to dive into them. And then hearing them live, that vocalist blew me the fuck away. <coughs> oh yeah, he God. was insane. 
His energy. That's, which, the, that's, that's so what I important. noticed so much. It was like, my God, the energy and the appreciation, like just well, the, the appreciation that he had in his, like, in his words and for being there. Man, that dude was just juiced up, like, to be playing metal music in fucking small town Southern Ohio. Oh, like, he didn't give a fuck where it was. Like, that was, he was one just, thing, doing, uh, you could tell he's doing what, he's, what he loved. The whole band, but, you know, he's the one with the mic, so. Yeah. I, I think for me the biggest thing is we kind of complain, especially me, I complain about uh, how a lot of metalcore bands, like, the vocalist has, like, one scream. Like, yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. Just, yep. just one. It's yep. the same scream. Mm-hmm. The whole song. Mm-hmm. The whole album. Whole discography. I'm like, whole <laughs> discography. Okay, whole uh, that dude had like eight different screams in yeah. the same song. Yeah, I was like, he ha- he has a gigantic range, and that's hard um, to do. And no like, wonder he filled in. Screams. No wonder he filled in with August Burns Red. I mean, he's got he's got more range than that guy. I was gonna say he's got oh, more so, range than Jake. Is that yeah. Jake? That's right. Yep. Shout out Jake. I've met him. Super nice guy. He's huge. I don't want to piss you off because you'll find me and tear me in half like a phone book, but. <laughs> Uh, that that dude from Convictions, he is uber talented. But yeah, and then uh, Liquid Sixteen always brings you. Just I've never seen them I before, looked, uh, and I was blown away. Told you, we got them up to you. Did I, I mean I was fucking blown away with how good those dudes are. I uh, I looked up on stage when y'all was up there, and I seen Steve jumping from like one side of the stage to the other, and I'm like, dude, how does he how does he get from there to there at once? He's very athletic. He he must be because I don't have that kind a, of fucking energy, man. Very, I stay in one spot. And I'm just like the stages were connected. What he was just talking about? He's just yeah. running back movement. No, it was like, yeah. he, was like he was there and, and he and he like jumped all the way to this this like side of the stage. He was doing a magic trick. It was, it was crazy. Oh. Yeah, he, I was setting my shit up. He's so always yeah. He's just like twinkle toes up there. Just, does does he have a just, wireless setup? Yeah, we okay. all we all use you wireless. All I was yeah. like, there's no way he's he's that brave. <laughs> <laughs> he go trip over a cord. <laughs> I would die if I tried to fucking. Run yeah, he, like Steve. That. Steve's got lots of energy. and bro. And then after the show, Steve's in the crowd like losing his he shit was, to convictions, bro. Like absolutely. Yeah. He turned. He's like. He looked at me. He's like, "Bro, this shit is fucking insane." And I'm like, "Bro, aren't you tired?" Like, <laughs> not and, at all. And you like he's brought like, the whole kit. You did. You, you brought the whole kid, bro. <laughs> so listen, actually, <laughs> actually, for the first time ever, I didn't bring the whole fucking kit. Really? It looked like it looked like Neil. Yeah, Neil. So, so I got rid of the yeah. uh, I got rid of the eight hundred eight pad okay. that I had um, because we just ended up putting the. The bass drops and the the back tracks with the keyboards, okay, and the sounds that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So you didn't have the whole kit, but still look like you had the whole kit. Well, if you remove <laughs> one piece out of like fifty-seven, yeah, pieces, it, it still looks still like, like fifty-seven <laughs> pieces. <laughs> Bro, he's he's it's up here. It's like, Preston oh, calling Neil. That's man. pretty accurate. Yeah, he has I a mean, big it ass wraps kit, around bro. behind you. You're fucking playing him like this. And man. screaming. Jeez, and screaming. Yeah. He's oh, like, yeah, and screaming. Yeah. Uh, and screaming with the fucking head mic. Look fucking Tommy Lee. You need to put a headband on, like with the fucking mic on. I needed one, man. My fucking uh my left in ear monitor uh in ear fucking fell out in the second song and I was fighting it. Dude, going and I back, I said, and "Fuck it." I just said, "Fuck it," and just left it out. I'm not gonna for lie the, for the rest of that for the rest of that song until right. until, until it was over. Going back and watching videos 
of our, of our performance. There's a couple couple angles of the of the show. Like I I went live with with a certain angle. Steve, you know, there's a live video on Instagram that Steve did. Mm-hmm. But just even or, or even the the drum cam views. I watched I watched that. But man, that's the one thing I noticed. He mentioned the his earpiece and stuff. I'm like. It seemed like the entire time you're fighting that earpiece, that son of a bitch will not stay up in yeah, there. Yeah. He's playing one hand in it, doing multiple things, you know, with one hand, fixing the earpiece the whole time. Well, at least you're talented enough to be able to do I'm that. I'm like, man, if you could just... Yeah. Just imagine if you could just... All you had to do was just play the drums. Play the drums, yeah. Instead of fighting... <laughs> just imagine what you could you know, just imagine, if you just had to play the drums. Yeah, there's a higher you would power be great. not letting you do it. Like earpiece is falling out. The world's not know, ready for it. Headset mic. It's yeah. like damn. You're uh, like the most fucking multi-dimensional drummer in the fucking scene. It's like I watched it and I was frustrated, but at the same time I felt for you because I'm like, man, mm-hmm. he's just fighting it the whole time. Yeah, that trying would be to survive, annoying. trying, trying, just treading water the whole time. Yeah, I was. <laughs> so I, I was fucking treading water, and then, but you know, like regardless, like I, you know, I dropped some fucking sticks, like doing oh, some, yeah. you know, yeah. I didn't execute some of the stick tosses and shit, but I had a couple of my students that I give drum lessons to. So yeah, like, I seen the one dude there. I had, uh, and then I had like Tim Dillard from Illusions mm-hmm. was like cool standing at dude. the side. Um, you know, so like for me, like, cause I could only really see the very front row of people mm-hmm. as far as like faces and, and make it out. So like I played to all these people that were like beh- behind me and to the side of the stage and I had a blast doing it, but yeah, mm-hmm. I dropped some fucking sticks. Like, yeah. Did Scotty drop any sticks this time? Probably. I don't remember hearing. I Pro- probably. I might probably. have heard so let me ask you, do you guys as a band, do you give him a certain number of allowable stick, stick tosses drops or stick drops within a show. No, we just go with the flow, and sometimes I accidentally pick we, it up and give it back to we him. We recover <laughs> just fine from it, like kind of the same thing. He, he'll like one hand it, and he's got a little, yeah, little pouch. He does a decent job he'll he'll like drop the one, he'll like switch, and then like reach yeah, over. Scott and grab is pretty it. good, good about well, improv in one hand. The problem is when, when, when he runs the new the guy bag. decides he's Only going once, to God pick damn up it. the drumstick mid song when he's the <laughs> he's only the one, only one playing. And stand Sean there for a solid five seconds <laughs> long, trying to hand it to him. And Scotty's looking over at me just laughing. Both, he's already he's got, got two sticks. sticks. And Preston's like, I'm trying wait, to fucking hammer on wait, the Wait, he's already got one? Shit. And Sean doesn't have a guitar in this yeah. song. And he's, he's like yeah. singing, looking around, because all he hears is boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Tyler's going, hey, man, wow, I got it's him. real yeah. quiet up here. Yeah. Keep it going, hey, baby. to say, I got my ass ripped after that show. No, but what I'm talking about is, <laughs> all right, so for example, Junior Bloom, a guy, we, a guy that we, we call Junior Bloom, he will give it will give Brad an allowable amount of stick drops before we play. Like for example, he'll be like, "All right, this show, I'm giving you three. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I hear that, I'm thinking three. All right, I'll give you a number. How about zero? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're allowing him three drops. <laughs> 
Hell no. Hell no. You, you give him three, it. he's going to take five. <laughs> uh. if, if I give him zero, he might take three. Uh. He says, I'm giving you three. I'm saying, don't drop the sticks. Yeah. So no what? So what classes. happens if you go over your allowance? Oh, you know, I'm in the fucking doghouse then. <laughs> Definitely in the doghouse. Gotta like pay a fee. <sighs> like I, I know that it happens. You know, and it's hey, not. I've it's, never dropped a it's, pick it's, while it's, it's not playing. that. It's not but that. We can't big all be deal. perfect like you, Preston. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Perfectly, <laughs> Preston. I'll tell you what, uh, Scotty. I'll pick up the drumstick, but I'm gonna drop a pick. <laughs> Scotty's been rocking these sticks that have like a rubber grip. Yeah, he on has. Them. Yep. And since then, uh, much he, better, much better. Because like, you he know Scotty, never he's run, insane, uh, bro. Uh, he's sticks. I don't know. Well, so some what of kind my of sticks are you rocking, dude? I'll rock whatever. Like I break, so like give I, me a fucking branch. I'll oh, beat the shit out of I mean, I, I'll <laughs> buy, I buy cheap ones now. So I used to rock the ahead. Mm-hmm. Like Joey Jordison replica ones, right? Mm-hmm. They had the 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 sleeves and you know like yeah. the plastic sleeves. Mm-hmm. And they're like fucking forty five dollars a pair. Holy Dumb. shit! And then so I rocked those for years, and I kept breaking. They kept they're like, oh, they're indestructible. Bullshit. 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 <laughs> Let me show you. Did you ever rock like the the metal bullshit. sticks? <laughs> I had gra- I had a uh, what is it? Gra- graphite granite. Dad had some fucking some. And I broke one of them. That's when I knew. Like, and I was so scared because he was like, you know, my dad played music and shit or whatever. Like, I think I'm borrowing one of his symbols right now on my set. And I, I've had it for so long, I forgot that it was his. Forgot, yeah. He and probably he, forgot too. It's all good. <laughs> no, he didn't. He was like, hey, uh, uh, I got to get my drum set out and play this uh, show. A couple of us are getting together to play this show. I need my, I need to, I need my symbol back. I'm like, what symbol? <laughs> He's like the fucking symbol. I'll let you borrow. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I got it. You're sitting there you looking at your set, it? going, "Yeah, I still got it. It hasn't broke." Like, all oh, man, they don't make them. Yeah, all fucking two. fifty symbols. But no. So most of my stick drops come like when I'm like doing fucking like tosses and grabs oh, and yeah. shit. So like, I had two in a row. <laughs> Jay looked at him like. Imagine if all you had to do was just play <laughs> the drums. Don't be fat in the Just imagine what that would be like. Yeah. All you had to just do, do was, exactly what I told you to do. Imagine if all you had to do was Hold play sticks. drums, bro. Uh, we um, might get there one day. So next year at Barnyard, he's gonna have that. I said Tommy Lee's gonna, gonna have that fucking elevating drum. He's gonna have that elevating drum set that like flips over and shit. He's gonna be playing upside down, doing anti gravity tosses like on a string. Like look at this shit. Yeah, three drops my ass. Spider Man. Motherfucker gonna be attached to a yo yo. Man, that's actually a good idea. Yeah. I got you. Listen. Fucking taping, bitch. Sometimes he has fucking Edward Forty Put some Carl Seal tape on yeah, his Yeah, let's go. He's going to have some fucking Edward Forty Put hands some with fucking, the like, 1970s uh, stick them that they used in yeah. the NFL before they uh, Yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I guess my, back to circle back to your question, my opinion, and I'm I'm the most objective one here, I guess, Um, is it objective or subjective? Objective. 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 When you take the personal out of it yeah uh the first and this is the first barnyard you had been a part of been a part of i've been been uh no i was at 20 no it is the first one yeah Yeah. um i thought the first couple bands the sound was not great they were not dialed in the sound guys were not dialed in um or at least i thought unless that was just their setup um the the band what was the band that had the two girls in it glass Glass World. world glass world 
Legit. Legit. Mm-hmm. But I thought their sound wasn't great. And I was like, man, is that the sound, guys? Or is that just the way that they have it set up? You or want like, me to tell you what that is? Yeah. Because I'm so against it, right? <clears throat> so there was two bands that used, uh, like, the 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 whole in-ear system, like, direct out. Not, re- not really coming from the amps, right? No. Um so I've seen a multitude of bands like and that are fucking killer, right? That when they when they go to that system, right, and it's all running out like the Kempers and all that, mm-hmm. and there's no stage sound. That's what you get. Okay, and fair enough. Especially if and correct me if I'm wrong, because from a sound standpoint, I don't exactly know. But I'm assuming a setup like that would probably for a sound person take a little bit longer to actually truly dial in. Well, I mean, if you think about running sound, have you ever ran sound before? I have not. Okay. No. So you think about it like if, if everyone's using natural instruments, right, and yep. you have these channels, and you pretty much get a band set, right? So, like, then then that's your baseline, okay, mm-hmm. to, to work off of. Yep. When everyone's got X32, so you can store that and then use that as a baseline and then like pretty much once they get through that first song they should have them dialed in the rest of the time Correct. right uh-huh. so i mean i don't you know i other than like that sound drop because there's no stage volume i mean i mean i felt like so the people that seen was you there for standing ground yes no uh, yeah you yeah, were yeah i was yes yeah, i was you, i was there for uh, a long time. No. Wasn't I? Hold on. Let me think back to really Stand your ground opened the show. You opened the show. I got there late. You were finishing as I got back to the show. Yeah. I think I was there for your last two songs. You got there before me. Yes. Yes. I I was there for your last two or three songs. Yeah. I mean, I definitely... Yeah, I remember because when I walked out, Star, right? It's her name. She, I could hear her. I remember that vividly. I could hear her singing as I'm walking up. So, yes, I was there for the, the latter part of your set. I, f- I felt like the sound was a thousand times better this year than fucking last year. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, definitely. from start to finish. Like So, everyone that's seen Stadium well, Ground. a different guy. Yeah, both of them were different. Um, they had, uh, I mean, from start to finish, I felt like I got complimented on the Stadium Ground. Like, they're like, man, this is the this is the best sound quality. Mm-hmm. Like, your best performance. I got that feedback from a, from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I mean that, I I felt like since we sound checked on that stage, like that stage sound was kind of already set, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, I felt like overall, like from start to finish, the sound was as consistent as possible throughout the whole show. I thought every band like sounded good and it it was a thousand times better. So you answered my question then as far as the, why was, why was I hearing like so many, or uh, some of the bands or guitars were like super washed out. It's because they were doing this direct. Well, think about if if we're up on stage playing and we have you know no no PA at all, right? And mm-hmm. you're just listening to the amps that we have, the yep. bass, the guitars. I mean, that's a good amount of sound. It may not be enough sound to completely to project. do a show necessarily, yeah. but it's loud in there. Yeah, and then now. Like so, you imagine just removing all of that from the from the show, mm-hmm. and you're just getting whatever they've What's dialed in through the PA. Through the, yeah, the speakers. 
I mean, it might not seem like a lot, but I, I do think it makes a difference. It makes a difference, oh, but yeah. also equipment makes a difference too. Sure. So reason well, I buy I, shit. Well, here's the thing, though. I, I will say, like for example, I went to the uh, make them suffer Northland show. Bro. Oh, God. I wanted to go. We wanted so to go so so bad. As, as amazing as I picture it in my head. It was. It, it was. Okay. It was amazing. I, I really like, quick before you delve into that. Just because I hope you prove me right. I watched a live video of Northlane on YouTube with my headphones on one night before I went to bed and I was fucking floored. Who was better, Northlane or make them suffer? Don't make me choose. (laughs) I like make them suffer more, but when I I seen that video of Northlane, I was like, what the fuck? When they came out, and by the way, it was the first concert that I took my daughter to. So it was her yeah. first Sweet. national Damn. show. And she. Yeah, I got some for so you. So she knew all the lyrics. All she memorized yeah. all the lyrics. And she was you just talking it. about how excited Sadio she was. Uh-huh. And, yeah, so my wife and I, we, we took her and bought her shirt. And, it, you know, so when Make Them Suffer comes out, and I, I brought this up because they actually did not use cabinets on stage mm. so the thing that we're talking about is they did yeah but the sound was so good uh-huh like i couldn't believe how it was loud it was crisp you could make everything out like it was so good that like i almost shed a tear yeah. that's how good oh, that's like, i couldn't oh. believe it oh it's amazing i so, want to cry just because bro, I, there. I know that oh. thing. bro that, that's dude, how we the, felt with dude. boundaries dude it was just like Oh my the, god! Like the guitar tones, the drums, and their the, tone is the, insane. The the vocalist, he and then the the chick man, yeah, her she's vocals, legit, she was dude. on yep. point. And so when they finished, I'm thinking, there's no way that North Lane mm-hmm. is gonna hang with this. Yeah, yeah, there's no way, especially with with the uh, trajectory of make them. I was gonna suffer say just right the now. energy that they probably brought because of their. Yeah. So North Lane comes out. They also do not have on stage cabinets or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's all direct. Probably run everything. But their sound was their sound was just as good. Just and that in, vocalist, <laughs> he hit all the notes. I man. told you, what? Marcus is a fucking yeah. badass. He hit them all. Marcus is a badass, yeah. bro. That, so, that's a hell of a fucking so, build. Too. So I, I didn't almost shed a tear during North Lane, but it was I'm maybe just, because I'm you attached. probably expected it. I'm attached them? to make them suffer though. Like, oh, dude, I, I, like that's that's with, one of my bands. Yeah, me yeah. too. It's one of my top fives. I, yeah. I, I I'm obsessed. Like from with the beginning, suffer. like yeah. their song "Never Bloom." Dude, that's just, yes, "Hollowed Heart," yeah. bro. Yeah, I was yes. love making. Them well, suffer. and and Northlane, but they're not one of my favorites. But I appreciate the fuck out of them. They, if you followed Northlane over the years, they've kind of jumped into more of an electronic feel yeah. with their stuff too. So. My my daughter was more excited to see North Lane. She got a North Lane shirt. Yeah, but yeah, she she loved it all. It's one of those life changing moments. You know what I mean? So I bet that was cool. Been there, done that. I man. went to my first concert. My dad took me to my first concert when I was in seventh grade. My daughter's also in seventh grade. He took us to. We went to the Nutter Center and watched Bush. Love Baruch Assault. Yeah. I was in fourth grade. It was a fucking school night, bro. How baller is <laughs> That's that? That's fucking yeah. dope, man. That's yeah. awesome. Well, it was a school night when we went and seen all their all remains in Alexandria. Alexandria. Yep. At uh, the Newport. Yep. Yeah. Life changing, bro. Yeah. Your dad took us. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It was insane. 
It was it was amazing because like you, I remember so vividly like the fucking floor shaking when All the Remains opened up with two weeks, and it was yeah. like, Ooh. oh my god! And this is peak All the Remains, right? Yeah. And this is crab core. Just stand up, we are stand up and scream. I don't Alexandria. think that's peak All That Remains. You don't dude. think so, dude? Their best two albums was The Fall of Ideals and This Dark and Hard. Oh wait, not overcome. Not overcome. Fuck no. You're talking Shannon on bass. Yeah. Fuck no. no, dude. That, I feel like that's when they fucking sold out and went radio. Like, oh man, just, I thought that man. was madness. Bro, I, overcome was legit. Overcome, bro. Was go legit. back and listen to the Fall of Ideals. Oh, I know. I that's, love. I mean, nothing touches that, it's, dude. Fall of Ideals. Is Shannon their best Lucas record. fucking Ooh. playing, drumming on that album. Yeah, I know. Is what fucking catapulted. Like, yeah, I get it. That and could have been it. that fucking upper and having echelon. a female screamer too. Yeah, to, yep. yeah. I mean, that. she was the bassist too, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. So because I will was, agree that the Fall of Ideals is the best All the Remains album. Yeah, because I will got agree with Not that. Alone and Inside something inside. Six, bro. Six, six. Yeah. of course, six. That's um, how I discovered All the Remains. Fucking Guitar Hero. Yeah, Guitar Hero. Six was on Guitar yeah, Hero, and I was yeah. like. Okay. What is this yeah. evil yeah. that I am obsessed yeah. with? <laughs> so it was like Metallica to the conversation. It was. Yeah. It was Metallica on crack. So yep. yeah. So um, man. So yeah, that was their best. So, no, so go back to. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. you're you, fine. You were talking no. about the sound. So let's go back to the bash, right? Yeah. yeah. So so what? Yeah. Give me give me your give me your feedback on bro, it before I, we dive I gotta, into I gotta it. I got to be real with you. There was only one band that I was kind of like. Eh. That I kind of was just kind of didn't do much for me. Yeah. Every, and I'm not going to name them, but everybody else, I mean, my God, so high, bro. Like, I, I never, told you, they get I up on, you did. They get on stage and I'm you. like, man, ain't no way. And, and I'm you, like, bro. I, their front man, like, came up to me after the show oh, and said you, something about, you know, the pod and all that. And I was like, dude, you got to, like, let me know what's your lead guitarist fucking tone set. Like, what what's her setup? Cause that shit's fucking, it's so like, I stood there and talked to him for a bit. Liquid absolutely fucking killed it. Um, I'm trying to think of who else was really, really fucking good. I really like Glass World. Um, they had some gnarly ass shit, dude. Yeah, they did, bro. They were awesome. They were awesome. That their their uh, their front woman is she's super cool. I talked to her for a little bit after the show too. Super cool, funny, witty, and killer vocals. And I'm like, man, that's just awesome. And I think it was Lisa Scott's mm-hmm. Scott's wife that said something about. Uh, you would never look at her and go, yeah, she screams in a metal band. I'm like, no, but that's what makes it dope, man. You would never look at me and be <laughs> like, yeah, that's fuck. a fucking metalhead. Yeah, that's, that's what the, makes it metal. metal, metal, metal fuck, makes it metal dude. as fuck. Um, I mean, would you ever look at me and be like, that's a math teacher? No. No. I look at you and I go, he's a, I don't know, a fucking union welder or something. <laughs> well, no, and, and that's, that's the... <laughs> Bro, they make bank! <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, it's, the, it's the backwards hat. Yeah. Yeah. The backwards hat, it's the beard. It's the beard it's yeah. The, yeah, it's like, no, he's but 100%. That's, that's At least you're part of the union. It's important because... It's important because we've kind of talked about this obscurity with metal on this show, but I was walking out to the restroom and Sean was talking to... I'm assuming some friends of his or some people he had he had knew or something or he knows, and he had called me out and brought him over to him, and he was like, "No, that's the person that you would never expect to be in a metal band." And he was talking about me, and for whatever reason, I didn't know why or well, you would, you know, but that's important because this music it doesn't fucking it doesn't discriminate it, it no. doesn't it's what we give a fuck about. I've always it's found what, it fascinating. Uh, 
when you come across people that listen mm-hmm. to metal music and just from different walks of life. Yeah. Because I think sometimes, you know, metal might get a bad rap as far as like when you think about who listens to metal or maybe you think yeah. about back in high school, like. Oh, we talked about the on the show early on. Wearing yeah, that like people band said we're and stuff devil kinda, worshiping. Yeah, you know, or maybe there's maybe they're just generally seen as like. You know, grungy, dirty, yeah, like yeah. maybe Greasy. unsuccessful, yep. just outside, like whatever, outsider, outsider, outsider troublemaker, yes. yep. yep, like that sort, all those sort of well, labels. You think, that go into not it. to get dark, but you got to think of the stigma that this music got in the nineties, like Columbine and shit. Like mm. people blamed shit like that on like Marilyn Manson and stuff because those kids listen to fucking metal music, and it's. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think that metal music is the most inclusive least discriminatory music ever where you've got people just like you said jay from all walks of life that have completely different beliefs that all come together under this one big umbrella of metal music and it's beautiful so it's not it's the coolest thing feel like we're not clicky at all you know we might be clicky within each other like oh metalcore versus deathcore and death metal versus hard rock or whatever it is but so you um, come across that person that doesn't fit the the stereotype mm -hmm. of the the general metal audience and it's like yeah, they don't look like they listen to metal, but that's pretty badass that they do. Yeah, pretty fucking you know? cool. It's like, really? Yeah. 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 It's fucking dope. Dude, that's I, a connection you can keep, you know? So uh, um, just just to wrap up my my, my thoughts on, on Barnyard, man, top to bottom, what a great lineup. Um, I was, I'll be real with you, I don't know whose call it was, but I was pissed that their set got cut short. Yep. Um, just being being honest, because they were, they were playing, in my opinion, their best show that I've ever seen them play. And I was pretty upset would, that it I got agree. cut short. I think um, part of it was when we were setting up to do sound check, we we couldn't hear the guy. Yeah, there was like some kind of gnarly feedback when he was trying to talk to us through the monitors. So like there was like a few minutes that we lost just trying to communicate sure. and get the the sound set up. Sure, didn't change the fact that I was upset about it. Yeah, it's, so but that's, that's fine. It is. It happens. It happens. Yeah. I mean, every, we, we killed. There's it. always go- you did. You absolutely fucking oh, yeah. killed. It. I would say um, it was your. I was sucked. It was show. my. No, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, think it was their best show. I mean, yeah. I just uh, dialed in, man. Yeah, just, you can be ma- you can be mad at this guy right here. Be mad at you. Absolutely. Okay. All right, I'll be mad at well, you. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so <laughs> listen. Well, like, when I when I looked at the time when we got cut off, we were actually like four minutes over. Yeah. Because yeah. of well the okay issues to get. so. And 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 in my defense, because of like putting the bash on and like mm. having to go around or whatever, like I didn't see the beginning shit that happened, oh, yeah, right? But yeah, I mean, it's basically like, this is so he yeah. he was on stage. This this is basically from my perspective how it went down. So you guys are on stage, and was it the was it the cover? No, it was, it after was the, one after that. Anyways, like I knew you guys were killing it. Like the crowd's getting into it. I was jamming with Scotty on stage. Finished, <laughs> and then yeah, I, was, so, I was on stage, fucking jamming with him, dude. Fuck, he yeah. was playing to me. He was loving it. Yeah. yeah, Scotty so, loves an audience, bro. He does, bro. <laughs> so, like the the stage coordinator, or whatever, is back mm-hmm. there saying, "We need to like this needs to happen." So then you guys finish well the song, and are wanting to play one more. It's like, can we play one more? And then like I'm back there behind stage and I'm like, I'm like, are, are they gonna play one more or, or not? Like, what are we doing? What are we supposed to do? Okay, well, what do, what's the schedule say? So then we look down at the schedule. Okay, well, what time is it? And it's like, oh man. It was slightly past the time. So it's yeah. like Shh. 
You yeah. know, and it, yeah. it sucks because I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like I felt that. Like I knew it was. I, like I knew it was a a good show. You know that you were playing. And I mean, it's definitely nothing personal. No, 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 no. Like I said, when I looked down at the time and it was like nine oh four, I was like, "But so, so before they started, Scotty, so so I told Scotty, so Scotty knew during that last song, I looked back and seen you come up and like do one of these or something like that. So Scotty knew the whole last song that it was the last song that it was the last song. Yeah, okay. I was looking around confused as shit. And then they started chanting the encore because yeah, you guys fucking crushed it, dude. Give me some fucking. Dude, <laughs> Thank you. you know? Absolutely killed um, it. You know, you guys never disappointed the bash, dude. And uh, you guys were killing it, but you know, we have to. We had to. We had to. We had to stay on. Yeah, on time because right? the show. If I'm not mistaken, the whole time was either on time or slightly ahead of time. Yeah, it was pretty, yeah. I was I was pretty rock yeah. solid. And on they it, were, wasn't it? if I'm not mistaken, Glass World had some issues at first, and it was still on time. Yeah, they did. By they the had end some of their issues set up front. Yeah, you know. So yeah, that I mean that happened. But no, you guys fucking. You hey, guys how fucking about go. that cover with Aaron? Oh yeah, that was good. The crowd even, lost even their shit hey, when he said. So let me that ask. Way. The weird thing is about that. You're about to hit on it. I bet. I was because I, I need to know. Yes. So when you're there. And you already know, like, the songs you're playing, right? Mm-hmm. You got your uh-huh. set. You know what you're doing, what you prepared for. Yep. So what's, like, going through your mind or what you, you know, what's your thoughts when another band on the show mm-hmm. plays the same cover? So what did we I'll, say? I'll, I'll <laughs> you, does that need to I be text, hit? Does that need yeah. to be hit? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I te- so I texted Tyler. When I, I heard I the Scotty messaged us before even he hit us up in the chat. I heard the first three notes and I was like, motherfucker. Because I knew it was in the set list. I knew that Aaron was coming on to to, to play it. I, I texted Tyler <clears throat> and I said in the group chat and I said, uh, so they're playing so cold right now. And he was like, You've gotta be fucking kidding me. And I'm, I'm I'm trying to run damage control for these guys. So just yeah. like like listen, yep. listen, it's really early in the show. People will yeah, have forgotten I mean, that they've even heard it before. By the time you guys come on and play it, though, I've heard fucking fifty songs between then and now, or now and then. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Being, being Not, that early in the show, I was like, man, I, I ain't even worried about it. But then the other part of me was like, we just we just have to do it better. Well, and I said well, in our group I'll, chat, I'll be I'll be real with you. You did it a lot better. Cool. So, um, I mean, that sounds. I cool. said it in the chat when Scotty had sent a message of, uh, "Guys, we got a problem." So I think it was Silent Home that played it. If, played yeah. it, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, Silent Home played it. They're playing so cold right now, and I was like, "How the fuck does this happen?" And I said, "I think I said suck something around the lines of." Fuck it, let's do it better. Let's do it better. Because <laughs> we all the other covers that we had had in the mix. Obviously, this was planned to play it with Aaron of Liquid mm-hmm. 16, but we've played all these other covers before, and I'm like, ah, fuck it, we're playing it anyways. Yeah, And the no. crowd still went nuts when they heard the first fucking three notes. Yeah, and I not mean, to mention, there, I'm sure there's quite a few people that didn't hear the first yes. version because they hadn't, hadn't arrived got there yet. yet. Right. Yeah. yeah, and that's a piece that I'll hit on, but yeah, to close it out. Yeah, I think you got the same idea that I do there. Um, but yeah, I all in all... I thought the 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 lineup was fantastic. Everybody brought their A game. Everybody that was playing was clearly amped the fuck up to be playing. The energy was through the roof from start to finish, which is what I wanted to see because it's a long show, man. 
I mean, if you got if you got mm-hmm. people act up there kind of acting disinterested or or not, you know, oh God, we're playing at two o'clock in the afternoon. It's not, you know, no, it was balls to the wall. Everybody was losing their shit. Um, a scarred existence was another one I forgot to mention that I thought absolutely fucking killed it. Um, that a day to remember I cover was, was awesome. I was oh my god, yeah, yes, it was early a day to remember. Yes, it was. Um, disrespect you are so all right i'm done <laughs> so yeah i i was blown away uh the food the, the which the, the food the beer all everything went so smooth um nobody was drunk and acting stupid nobody was out of line with anything That's the first year that nothing really had not that it's ever been like crazy in the past, but Oni wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I, last year was there was no issues last year. I'm yeah, trying to remember. That wasn't last year. No, that was the year before. Okay. I Once again, the years are running together. You could now. tell that everybody was having a good ass time. There's yep. people of all ages. Yep. Um, sour bullets for the kids. Yeah. It was it was a, it was a good time, bro. I had a blast. I mean, I, my neck hurt the next day, which is my goal. I so. told you it's a blast. I got I got one. this for now. I'm always I always feel it. Not in your neck. I've tried to learn to headbang like Tyler because Tyler's got it down to a science where he does his whole body. It's the whole body. It's the whole body and not just the neck. Yep. And I'm like, I, I try to do that. So when I'm playing, I bounce from side to side, like bended knee, like squatted, like from side to side. That's how I do it when I'm playing. But when I'm in the crowd, bro, it's all it's all head and neck, and I don't think about it. So like, we're going to see Polaris on Sunday. I will be in a C collar. Yes. For a week yep. after yep. the show. So. Well, not and forward to that. To, to hit on that point really quick. Uh, as funny as oh, and I want to I want to play a song with them next year. That's my goal for next year. There we go. I want to do one of them, whether it's say or whether it's the so called so called. I'm not singing. I'm not singing. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm not singing. I'll just play guitar. Sean can sing. I'll play his Should've parts. Should have been dead on a Sunday morning banging. <laughs> now, if we did a Creed cover, then I would 100. <laughs> Hello, my friend. No, no, we're not doing that. So what I realized this year in regards to head banging. So we had an impromptu uh, mosh pit one night. Um, I think it was, it was like the week before. Remember, you had came over to bring us extra tickets. Yeah, and oh, Kyler had mentioned we had had a mosh pit the night before or something. Oh, in here. Well, be, we were listening to the Polaris, the newest Polaris album or something. I think I seen that video. Yeah, some moshing. stupid video we put up. Uh, it's actually a really fucking cool dance. If you don't like it, fuck. Yeah, me. if you don't like our um, fucking mosh dance, kiss my ass. Yeah, it's our podcast, not your podcast. So I had a sore neck for like three days oh, after same. that. Much similar to playing a show where your neck's fucking killing you, and I'm pretty <clears> sure <throat> that impromptu mosh session um, like loosened up my neck or something because my neck was not sore at all. After barnyard, and I'll start banging the helm back. So you do the same so, thing I do, though. You do the you do the rock back and yeah. forth, like kind of. I uh, I had my kids there this year, and my oldest had been to a show over the summer, but it was uh, the the biker thing, so it wasn't like people were there to see us. It was like we were like background noise, yeah. so like. He kind of sat there and, and watched us, and it was cool and all, and he he enjoyed it. But uh, I brought him and my younger son. It was my younger son's first concert, older son's second concert, and they fucking loved it. The next day, they were they were 
out here want me to teach them guitar and shit. Like oh, they want to awesome. be rock stars and stuff now. And I'm like, fuck yes. Those but changing uh, moments. Like the next day, so they stayed the night with my mom uh, that night, and I go and pick them up in the morning. We're driving back back home, and I'm like, you know, did you guys enjoy it last night? They're like, yeah, yeah, we love it and stuff. My older son looks at me like, well, he doesn't look at me. I'm driving, but he's like, Dad. You gotta stop headbanging like that. <laughs> like you, you, you are, you are throwing your head around really hard. You're gonna break your neck. <laughs> like, Dad, Daddy, you can't do that anymore. I was like, Son, it's just headbanging, it's rock and roll, it's, man. It's, it's, what you, it's what you do. It's and he's like, spot, But man. you're gonna it's hurt yourself, man. Daddy. You can't do that anymore. And I'm like, But, but I gotta do it. Yeah. I gotta do it every time. <laughs> But it was it was a whole five minute conversation of him lecturing me on why I shouldn't do it. I think Jay's got it because down I was, too. He was like, "You were throwing your head so hard," and I was like, "Yeah, but like you you put your foot stuff. up on the monitor a lot, and uh -huh. I think that helps like you're like widening your your base. It's so leverage. like when you're headbanging, you're Absolutely. naturally putting your whole body <laughs> yeah. into it. Yeah. So like I think you're you're onto something there. Tyler, like, I don't know how he does. Fucking feet are touching. I'm like, bro, you're carrying this heavy ass base. Like, how do you not fall over? Like, I gotta have a wide base Balance. squat. And like, that power stance. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Thanos. Balanced as all things should be. Yeah. Well, Tyler yells at me to bounce when we're playing a song, and I like start bouncing. And I realize, like, oh, I'm not that well coordinated. I'm going to fall over <laughs> with a really expensive guitar in my hand. And like, <laughs> that's like. So there was a time when I was in, was I in high school? I think it was in high school and I was in choir and we were rehearsing for a performance. And did you, have you ever seen people when they're like standing and they're standing straight legged together? Mm -hmm. Like they just pass out. Mm -hmm. Just fall over. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Like it happened multiple times. Like it yeah. was weird. Cause we're like singing and stuff. And then just bam. Bam. How cold! It's like what the hell? Ran out of wind. When bro. I was, in, when I was <laughs> in marching band, there was a there was a chick. Like we were we were standing there, and all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see someone drop, and it was like a big thud. And then I just this chick like lifts her head up and goes, <laughs> like she had no idea what was going on. It was one of the funniest <laughs> fucking things that ever happened to me. So when we see Tyler on stage. All right. When Preston out of the corner of his eye uh -huh. sees him just go down, you'll know what happened. It's that straight leg feet together. I'll know it immediately. I'll know it immediately. I, uh, Get him I keep some my water. knees bent when I do I it, did though. feel kind of stupid because I think it was during the, the cover of So Cold um, when we went back into the main riff of the song, I kind of walked up to Sean. You know how guitar players will walk up and play with each other. I'll walk up to Sean to try and play the song with him, and he's just looking straight out into the crowd. Like, and you're oh, going, oh, fuck, fuck you. Uh, you yeah. just dapped yourself yeah. up. Yeah, it's one of those things. I yeah. should have done that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not witty enough to think yeah. of that while yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. So well, guess, it's like fucking Liquid 16. They got the fucking coordinated yeah, shit. Like, they do. I mean, I you just, guys got to get on that shit. For me, I've never been one to like run around the stage or anything like like that i i'm literally when i You're play world, i am bro. in my own world You're in your own yeah. world and i'll tell you one thing i had my bass on like my amp on like one on the volume and like it was rumbling, it was rumbling. the fucking stage yeah god i love that setup but like <laughs> i i can just exist in my own little bubble and all i gotta hear is like the kick drum 
to keep me in time and like a little little touch of guitar and then like hear myself when I do my screams so yeah, I, I know that I sound like shit. Um and that's that's it, man. Nobody that's, corrected that's all you, it is. So. <laughs> nah, dude. Yeah, nobody so, corrected me. So, so when we were sound checking Mm-hmm. And like I haven't screamed for a while or whatever, uh-huh. and I wasn't warmed up. Like, yeah, I get a scream, and Jay's like, <clears throat> he's like, you gonna fix that? Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> gonna fix that? Like, if you're gonna sound like that, maybe you shouldn't fucking scream tonight and just play the drums. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> He said, imagine. That's all you had to do. You just played the drums. You didn't have to scream. You didn't have to do the stick throws. You just. This right here is called brotherly love, people. Mm. Yeah, he's just looking out for you, man. (laughs) This was the first year that we actually had a sound check at Barnyard. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. You would think, you know, putting on the show year after year that. That, that would just be a thing that we did. Mm-hmm. You guys normally just like count on it being dialed in by then? Or? Well, no. I mean, as you play, we would you love to have a being... sound check. It's just logistically, yeah, it hadn't worked out until this year. So yeah. this was the first year that yeah. we actually were able to. Yeah. So that was, that, I mean, that, that was pretty sweet. So, and that's basically because this year, out of all the years, in my opinion, ran like went as smooth. Yes. as it could have and that's yep. going all the way from well i'll just take it back to the day before it, it could go back further in preparation and stuff like that but essentially the the day before the setup mm-hmm. you know we're, we're at the mercy of the the beer wagon getting there before mm-hmm. we can start constructing the stages mm-hmm. because they have the one entrance that they have to back in yeah so we have to wait so in years past when it doesn't show up till one thirty, two o'clock in the afternoon, and like that's when you're getting started. Yeah, there's a big difference when it shows up this year at nine thirty a.m. Mm. Yep, mm. and we're we're killing it. You no know? wonder I seen like set up pictures so early on Facebook and shit. Wow, everything was yeah. It just yeah. There was everything fell in line, and then <clears throat> we also had. Uh, we had more people this year like come out and volunteer and like help us the day before, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, Mikey from Silent Home is yep. out there. He's a cool and, ass dude, and, man. And nice Matt ass guy. That's in Illusions and Silent Home. And then, you know, Frank and Sarah from Illusions. Yep. And, you know, Mills from Liquid 16 yep. came out. Like, we had. I'm going to steal his LTD, by the way. That had, telly he's got. We had a lot of help this year. So, yeah. like, we were able to. Yeah, it, it just worked out. Yeah. So, so what was your guys' opinion of it on the whole? Or do you want me to go? Oh, I guess you haven't given one. Yeah. yeah sorry. I, so, sorry, yeah, we don't need your opinion. I, and that's okay if that's the case. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> then we'll, we'll give ours after you. you I'm say. not a metalhead, anyways, according to Sean. <laughs> Is it Sean that said that? No, he had just said to oh. it, to his group or whatever. He's but. got a nautical star tattoo. He's he's the gatekeeper. So this of that show, opinion. me and Tyler talked about pretty much since last barnyard, and because this show inspires us as a band every year, specifically me and Tyler on the business side, we wanted to make sure it was everything we wanted it to be. Like we wanted to make sure as a band, and specifically me and him put in all the work that we needed to leading up to this show. 
Um, and I do remember like a couple weeks before the show, I was kind of stressed out because we have, we have like five new songs, um, that we're working on, um, and still are working on, which there was a point where we thought they were done and they're still not. Um, but I remember being a little stressed out, like, fuck, there's three of these new ones that we don't have the words to. And I thought we were going to be able to play them at this show and 75% of our set was going to be new screaming evidence music. So I was a little stressed out. Um, we ended up playing two new ones, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so leading up to the show, all was good, especially the practice we had before, because it was the tightest practice we had had in a while. Um, and I was able to have everything set up for and get there early enough to where all was good on our end as a band. And then with the podcast stuff. So the results of the show was even better than what I thought it was going to be. Um, how do I want to say it? Uh, with your chest. Yeah, with my chest. Um the flow and the professionalism of the show to me every year has only gotten better. Like the way the show is set up and we've talked to you and blew me about it before on the last episode that we appreciate as a band, how much effort you guys put into it being as professionally ran as possible for a show in Fayette fucking County, Ohio. Um, so as the day went on, it was set up exactly like we had hoped we had planned and hopefully you know, we were trying to do our end and, and contributing to the show with ticket sales and getting people there. Um, the only criticisms that I have of the show, and me and Kyler talked about this. Um, one, I felt like, and now I know why, but a couple of the bands sound-wise was a little wonky, yeah. but it makes sense as, as to why now. The only other thing that I, I guess, criticism, if you want to call it, of the show that I have, and it's only because it's an idea that me and him had thought of. He had originally brought it up in the chat. Yeah. But because it, what well, we start at, music started at 2 3 o'clock. Yeah. Went on till 11 15 ish. Yeah. Before the DJ. So we had, because we were mostly at the merch table, what, 60% of the show we were at the merch table? Yeah, we were, we were running. I mean, it I was running around like a chicken with my head yeah. cut off the whole show. Um, it feels to me, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, to this show, it feels like people kind of filter in and filter out of this show, kind of back and forth, back and forth. What I was thinking, and tell me if I'm wrong or if it's a bad idea because my opinion really doesn't matter, but would it make sense if we could get like six bands and start it at, say, five, 5 p.m., and run it till 11.15, and it's continuous energy, which it is continuous as of now, but I think it because maybe it's because it starts so early or something, if it starts at like 5 and ends at 11 or 12, and there's six, six bands that play, maybe a slightly longer set, um, would, would the crowd be more engaged rather than be so in and not so in and out, but kind of back and forth. Did yeah. it feel like that to you guys? 
Just so, so when you mean in and out, do you mean like people actually leaving, or you mean people outside, like hanging out outside? Both, mainly yes. outside. Both. I don't, I don't know that I've seen a bunch of people leaving. Yeah, my my thing is is, is it's a big ask for anybody really for that amount of time commitment, right? Um, that's a long day. Mm-hmm. It's a long day for you guys. It's a long day for a listener if they if they're planning on being there for the whole show. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you think about like a big music festival, like whether it's Rock on the Range or something, it's incarnate incarceration that's going all day. You have a, an influx and an outflux of people at all times that are coming and going, coming and going. They might be going back to their cars to hang out for a little bit, they're coming back in. They're, you know, same thing here. I noticed that like when I would be able to slip away to go take a piss or something, there would be like 40 people outside during a set. And I'm like, hmm. if not more, so whether they're smoking the or they're talking, I'm like, huh? Okay. So I got to thinking about it. I'm like, man, what if you took, I think you said six. And you know, maybe it's more, maybe it's know. more, maybe yeah. it's less. Hell, I don't know. Um, and, and you know, I could be talking out my ass, but you you take six or seven or five or however many bands, top notch bands, you put them on a bill, you run it from five or six to eleven or midnight, and it is an onslaught, a nonstop onslaught of of music from start to finish. Everybody knows that it's you know a, it's a shorter time period. You're asking less out of the people. You're giving them you know kind of a kind of a quality over quantity thing, right. just from a standpoint of. Hey, we're going to we're going to ask for less of your time, but we're going to absolutely beat the fuck out of you for the time that you're here. And we're you're going to beat Joe. You, yeah. you, you get people <laughs> locked the fuck in. And, and it's I think because we, we've talked about it before, we live in this this instantaneous society where people lose their attention spans are so short and not even set changes or anything like that, because the two stage thing is fucking yeah, killer because it's, it's such a quick yep. switch from band to band. That is perfect. But. And and this is just my thought. I don't have a problem sitting there from two to eleven yeah. or eleven thirty. But there were some older people there, some kids there, and I'm like, man, I can understand why you know that might be a tough ask for some of those people. So that was just kind of a, a, an opinion that we had thrown out in the group chat. Like, <clears throat> I wonder if they if if it was like this, if you could keep more people in front of the stage. Yeah. For the duration of the show, because I felt like, like at the end for convictions, I'm like, man, there's, I feel like there should be more people here right now, and I wonder if it was just people were gassed and they, they, they had came and seen their favorite band, whether it was Sour Blood or Screaming Evidence or Liquid Sixteen or Scarred Existence or whoever it was, and then they're, they're done, and you know maybe if they'd only been there for two or three hours before that instead of four or five, that they would have stuck around for the headliner, if you will. Mm-hmm. So it's just a uh, yeah, yeah, and, and criticism is the wrong word. Criticism it should be wrong opinion. Word. No. It's an opinion. No. I, I think part of that is is just looking at one who the crowd is, and and two understanding. You know, I've I've talked on the show a little bit about uh, some of my distaste for like strictly local shows mm-hmm. um, because of how many we've done where it's like people really come to see their favorite band and then like dip out. And then we even talked about on your ep- last episode, how, 
you know, the question of do we release the set times and stuff. And I had a yep. lot of people ask me what our set time was, and I, I wouldn't tell them. We, we, we yeah. didn't tell them. Um, I'm yep. like, yeah, you know, doors open at like this whatever time. We'll be like, playing later in the evening. Show up, and yep. if we're playing, we're playing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Better show up at the right fucking time, I guess. Um, Spin but, the wheel. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. But uh, I think, you know, there's a lot of people that come to the show more for the the vibe of it and the kind of drink because like look i like my dad and some of his friends i think showed up because it's twenty dollars all you can drink absolutely <laughs> you know yeah and, absolutely. Uh, you got like those kind of people that you know they're wanting to socialize but it's kind of hard to socialize when you're inside the barn you kind of have to go to the back where you could still hear yeah. the music but yeah. it's it's quiet enough to where you can listen and stuff so I still think those people that are like outside are still listening and they're still somewhat engaged. But yeah, to get more people like up front and, you know, focused on the band, I don't know that I'd drop it down to six. I'd maybe yeah, that, that's yeah. eight that to seemed, ten that, or something. Yeah, six like, might be a little Because we strong. had 12 this year. Yeah. Right? Six might be a little Because uh, you still need enough bands to like. Yeah, I mean, cover expenses, calls, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because, yeah, because like that, you, you know, I mean, even you think the king of clubs, right? I go to yeah. shows there all the time, and you're talking that's a four hour event, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. And while there's bands playing, the patio's fucking still packed because people were drinking and smoking and yeah. socializing, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're still at the show, yeah, right? They'll yep. come in and catch a song or two and they go back out. So, like, yeah. even at something like that where you have something that has four bands. Like you, you can't control that. That's true. Right. Yeah, it's it's yep. going to happen. Yep. It's absolutely going to happen. Yep. Right. Like what you're hoping for of the people that's out on the patio is like they're going to hear something, they're going to catch a song, you're going to fucking draw them in, you're going to get a fan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, because you, you know, those are the type of people that don't necessarily know any of our bands or, or yep. whatever it is. Right. Like, so no, I mean, we've thought about it. Um, we, me and Bloomy's already been kind of tossing around some ideas. Um, for it, but yeah, I mean, some of it comes down to financial, right? Yeah, there's yeah. always mm-hmm. a band every fucking year, there's a band that, that drops off, yeah, y'all always, yep. right? There was yep. this year, yep. yeah, I mean, that's the only reason Stand Your Ground played it, yep, like, yep. I don't, you know, which thank God for that because I mean, you got to fill a spot, yeah, so. yep. But, you had me picking on a banjo. I got to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, have to play like, banjo, but <laughs> I mean, I also don't like doing that because it's like it's it's double dipping. Like you feel hard. like you're self promoting or something. Well. It's hard for me to sell tickets to Sour Blood and uh, then sell tickets to Stand Your Ground to the same show. Uh-huh. I get that. Right? Yeah. Like, right. So, like, Stand Your Ground would be no different than any other band on the bill. Correct. Like, you know, like... You're still expecting to bring in X amount of... Right? Like, mm-hmm. the, the ticket, ticket turn-in sale that, yep. we all, that every band had to turn in, right? Like, yeah. I mean... That's uh, I, I I can't have that commitment, right? Yeah, so right. That, that's why I don't do stand your ground on it. But no, I mean we've thought about those things, um, about having less bands. You know, hopefully if we could get some more sponsorship money, we could land land like a bigger headliner. Yeah, you know, I, I think, mean, because um, we've talked to a lot, and I mean we've gotten prices anywhere from. You yeah, know, I'm curious a, to hear this. A thousand dollars to thirty thousand dollars. I yeah. figured that'd be the, yep. Right. Who's in the thirty thousand dollar range? Just curious. Can you say if you can't say it, then don't say it. No, I'm not gonna say okay, it. Okay, fair enough. So maybe offline. I think uh 
I think one thing too is I, I feel like the cool. headliner <laughs> this year went on earlier than previous years. Yeah, so Which another, was I think that was a good huge, job. Yeah, huge so actually, difference. what we're yep. gonna do next year is like it'll it'll go till midnight if people want to stay there and drink. But like the the two years we've tried to do the DJ afterwards, like it doesn't work out. Like not that the DJ doesn't do their part. And no, he was good. good for and, oh yeah, no, yeah, it was, great. He was damn it was, good. Like it was yeah. fucking sweet. I love yeah. it. Right. Um, yeah. People hear the headliner and they're done. Yeah, yeah. The, everyone was rolling out by eleven. Right. It happens every year. Um, so I think next year we'll, the last band will be over eleven, eleven fifteen ish or whatever. Those last forty five minutes is like, you know, people can still like, you know, gather around, drink talk to or each whatever. Other, have a yeah, good time. bullshit. Hell yeah. Whatever, and then at twelve o'clock, everyone's got to go. Yep. So we're, I know we're going to do that. You know, we're definitely going to do that next year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I mean, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, Brock from Starset was there. Really? Yeah. I don't know <laughs> which one that was. I'm sure I've seen him. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Well, that's good, right? Yeah. Starset comes to a lot of our shows. Hell yeah. Yeah. Steve's real good friends with Adam, their drummer. Okay. And Brock's an OG Sour Blood member. No oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know that? <laughs> no. 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 Star Set's got band. a big following. That's crazy. Yeah. Big following. I know I you guys had mentioned um mentioned them I think before we started recording uh the last time you was here. We we were just shooting a shit about stuff and I think you'd mentioned some some things along the lines of Star Set and them um but no, I'd, I have the memory of a squirrel, did, so I don't had know. no idea that the dude was there. I mean, Star Set isn't like my favorite band. Uh, I don't really yeah, listen I mean, to they're, them, but they're not my favorite um, band. But I mean, they're big and they're yeah, doing their thing, yeah. and yeah. I respect the shit out of them. And they're, yeah, yeah. they're cool. Yeah. The 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 members of Star Set that I know um, that I've got to talk they're to, so hang out with, is um, have been cool as fuck. <laughs> you know, they're cool people, down earth people. They're good musicians. Um, you know their their music's not my cup of tea. Yeah, but I respect the fuck oh, out yeah. of them. They're 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 doing their thing, and you know, and what like you can't ask for more for cool people and for them to be successful, right? Like, right. You know, we should we should want more people locally yep. to to get to that level. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. But yeah, so that's you know. So I would say my you know my take like yeah we're definitely pondering some shit we're, we're working on some shit for next year for sure a lot of sponsorship like uh yeah. like hinges on that i mean we did get more fayette county sponsors this year than we normally do that's cool um yeah i always bitched about it like why is all the sponsors coming from outside of fayette county like well it doesn't seem like the county's really supported the event very much like you've had issues you know keeping the fairgrounds as the location to be able to do it like well, I can tell you why that is. But it's I'm not country. Yeah, I mean, you know the real. <laughs> I won't do it on the show. My dad was on the fair board for 25 years. There's a pretty great reason why he's no longer on it. So, yeah. But, you know. I mean, um, you know, we've been able to to make our uh, business relationship work with them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're great. already booked for next year. <clears throat> yeah, and it's I'm already sure, booked like, for next year. To you guys, that's one hell of a sales job that you have to put on every year in order to be able – for this kind of event to go on there. Not yeah. not that that group or whoever they are isn't open to it, but year after year after year, like to me, and maybe I'm judging this town in the wrong way, but like 
I wouldn't expect it to be as allowed as it is, I guess, if that makes any We're sense. We're hoping for perfection when we do it because yeah. we know that certain individuals are looking for reasons. Yes. They want it. They they want to have, I, I, at least I feel like, yeah, yeah, that they want to have a good reason to not mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's always fingers crossed that like, because we're all devil worshippers as well. Yes, correct. Well, well, <laughs> I mean, that's essentially no, honestly, what I'm getting at is just well, even though the headliner was a Christian you know? metal yeah, band, you know what I mean? Super like, Christian metalcore band. I mean, really, one of the main things that we're hoping for is that there isn't really any property destruction. Yeah, because yeah. they'll come right. look yeah. at that and see like, oh yeah, it's a level is, of professional. What are the conditions of of things after this event? Right. Know? And yeah, I mean, we, we we have to we clean up the next day. Like we're out in the parking lot where everyone parked and like picking up their trash and like yep. have to tear everything down. So I mean, we try to have that and we try to be respectful and have that good, you know, hold up our end of the bargain. Yes, you know, uh, type stuff. So I mean, they've been, you know, um, we've we've abided by all the rules of the fairgrounds yeah. and and the Fayette County Sheriff's, like. Yep. The state of Ohio, like we're, you know, we try to be in compliance with everyone that we that we work with, right? So that we can continue to build these business relationships and uh, to be able to, you know, keep doing things like this, right? Um, so, you know, I've been working with uh, Stephanie Dunham from Fayette County Travel and Tourism. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's she's uh, got some stuff in the works where we're trying to do some more stuff here. Um, you know, we already got the barnyard bash booked for next year. When are you so, doing that next year? Same about the same time. Yeah, it's gonna be September fourteenth. Buckeyes fucking bye week, dude. Genius. And the Scarecrow Festival isn't going on, right? Absolutely, right. it's the Genius. following weekend. Genius yeah. level intellect, right there. Right. So looking at <laughs> looking at some of those things, so. we wouldn't be there. <laughs> we, we wouldn't be there. The we were on a buy this year too. Yeah. You, you you got to figure it out, buddy. Yeah. You know. So I mean, you know, it's going well. I you know, I, like Jay said, I feel like this year, um, especially recovering. <laughs> bless from, you. Bless you. Recovering from last year, and you know, like the the sound stuff and mm-hmm. just all that stuff that went on. Um, it was one hell of an event. It was definitely a lot better. So like, um, did you use like piss last year? Oh, I remember I you was ripping. Mad as fuck. <laughs> was it because of sound? Yeah, I remember him ripping. Then the sound I found out ass. that they were running off a fucking generator at the end of the night when Dread Engine was playing and they kicked the power, yep. and I was super pissed. Yep. Um, you know my name's on this. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Right? Hell yeah. Like I sell the I sell it to the bands on the fact yeah, that put Brian some respect on it, Bird Gang. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? What, the gang gang. Hey, what he says, sexy Rand going brazy. <laughs> Let me get a look at her. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I like, like that. that. Oh, He's on man. his Theo Von shit lately. Oh, I'm obsessed with that dude. Right hey, now. So, He's fucking hilarious. So I just, so I'll just, t- I will tell you this that uh, I, after doing the podcast, after listening to you guys' podcast, I was never into podcasting. Okay? Yeah. Okay. At all. Like, yeah. you know, all I know these, it's been yeah. a thing for you, a while. You, you told right? me this at the show. Uh, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I we got something to say about, about your wife, too, Jay. Um, oh, wow. Good thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good thanks. 
All right. Giggity, giggity. Giggity, Uh No, but like listening to your guys' podcast. Happy belated birthday to Christy as well. Oh, right? thank you. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Happy 29th birthday, babe. Yeah, I've seen that. I'm like, yeah. she's she 29. <laughs> she sure is. She sure is. <laughs> right. But uh, and so after listening to it and being honored to be on a guest on here with you guys, man, and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, I just recently got into podcasting like the last like three or four weeks. Mm -hmm. So I really got into Theo Vaughn's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, like, I just did last week. So I the first two episodes was like him and Joe Rogan's couple yep. episodes. And then I started getting talking into... about the bees ejaculating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Spring break, baby. Yeah. Hey, they on that choke nut, son. But um fuck. I'm choking now. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna come. Uh, <laughs> but you know, uh, so oh, yeah, yeah I, I just got into Theo Vaughn. Yeah, so, uh, I yeah, I've been listening to his episodes. So thank you guys for bringing me into yes. uh, into this world for sure. Wow. But no, I mean, yeah, I thought the Barnyard Bash was uh, was successful, and um, you know, I've I've gotten pretty pretty positive, you know, feedback from it. Um, I'm super excited for it next year already. I yeah, have I mean, it's, it's so I look, so listen, show wise, it's so, what I look forward to. I mean, every so, so the last three years, uh, after doing like counting tickets and doing the tallies of the waivers and Ooh, all that, I'm man. Um, dude, we we cannot get over that 450 hump, man. Last three years, huh. it's been 450. Really? Yeah. And we sold probably 30 to 40 more tickets than last year. Maybe a little bit more. We sold right around 90 this year. Right around 90. Yeah, so I mean, you think about, about that. Right. Between Screaming Evidence and Sour Blood, we sold like fucking over 225 tickets just between the two bands. Yeah. Fuck. Right? Which, we're from here. We yeah. brought a lot of people from here. We really from Oakland, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, always, there's always a number of people that buy tickets and you expect to see there and one reason or another yeah. just don't, don't show up. You know? Yeah. 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 You know what, and, and maybe this is a conversation we can have on the side because the more we're a part of this as Screaming Evidence and now the Screaming Idiots show, we want to do everything in our power in order to make this event bigger and bigger and better and see what it becomes because we truly appreciate you guys letting us be a part of it year after year after year. Um, and I'm curious to the conversation that we can have as a group as what the fuck we got to do to hit 800 yeah what the i thought fuck we got to do to hit 1200 whatever I'm, it is i mean pre pre-covid days i think the biggest we had was like 800 to a thousand okay um back out on the prairie road days mm -hmm. think about what the what time that was though. yeah i mean yeah for you know for me that's prime college years yeah that's back when all of my people uh -huh. my you know acquaintances just people i know we don't have kids. Yeah. We're not married. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're out of high school. We're in college. I mean, it's prime partying. It's mm -hmm. prime going out. Everybody yep. always, you know, out doing things. Yeah. But you fast forward to, you know, 15, 20 years. It's like, so now a lot of people are married, have kids. It's not just like these same people who you could always count on to be at shows and you could always sell tickets to and they, 
you know, we're pack, packing places. They have other priorities and yeah. other things yeah. going on. It's a, yep. just a different point in life. Yep. You know, it so it does. It, it's a it's a challenge. In we're that all aspect. old and have kids and shit now. So, yeah. Yeah, but so like. What do we do to attract a younger, if it is a younger crowd that we need to bring in? Like, what what do we need to do? Because we're playing the music that a portion of that younger crowd likes. You know what I mean? I a lot mean, of people brought their kids, man. I know. Yeah. A lot of people brought their kids. Man, sour bloods for the kids, bro. Sour bloods for the yeah. kids, bro. Yeah, absolutely. For the fucking kids. That's what we do. Your f- I, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say. Have you guys added meals yet? Oh, you did, didn't you? No, oh, I, talked okay. to, I talked to Mills today. Oh, did you really? I did talk to him today. And um, so... Is he the liquid six? I mean... Yeah. The yeah. former sour blood guy? Yeah, so he He's was a, he was an OG guitarist. sour blood guy. He plays with liquid now, right? Yeah. I mean, you know... He played in sour blood when, oh, when we were... I did in not know that. We were in one spirit. And we rocked with him star set. So Brock and Mills were the guitar players. Okay. Bloomy was on vocals. I okay. had a different drummer. The DJ that night was the is, was the old drummer of sour blood, Jerry. No way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zygomatics? Yeah. Is that what... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. you're attempting to... Oh yeah, so well, no, so I talked to him today. So at the guitars. end of the day, um, I would never ask Mills to like play music with me, right? Like I just that that guy, he's just a tool bag, you know. Can't fucking stand the guy. Fuck you, Mills. That's right. Who the every, fuck named Mills? Bro? Right. Every time I see that guy, I just give him the fuck. Like a Hey Arnold bones. character. Fuck you, Mills. Right. Like, dude, it got so quiet for a second. I think they were thinking like, what? The we tried. We tried to go along with. Oh, oh man, yeah. man, this is coming out of nowhere. Yeah. No, but um. Never seen you so no. passionate. No, he actually he actually sent me a text. He said, "Don't say anything nice about me because then that's gay." <laughs> that's, stop. What's that's gay? gay? Fuck you, Mills. Yeah, fucking Mills. Yeah, bro. You what is his first name? Fucking John. For some reason, okay. Rocket okay. power looking ass, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Radical, bro. <laughs> yeah, he said, "Please don't say anything nice about me. That's gay." Yeah, what a piece so. of shit. Um, Preston will call him a shitty guitarist. Yeah. No, no. He's, he's, <laughs> no, I, I always tell him his fucking feet stink. I'm like, bro, put some shoes he's on He's always stage. barefoot on stage. Always. That's why his feet stink. Hey, he I wears mean, flip-flops every I, I year. You wear flip-flops, I, right? I wear a lot of flip-flops. Do you no, play barefoot? Sometimes. Okay. I, I would rather really play I barefoot than I'm a bass player, though. I could never do that. Yeah, I was going to say, he's like literally expected to be weird 90% of the time playing the bass. No, but we actually, we had a we had a pretty good conversation, and... um we just leave. It's left up to him. Yeah, like, yeah. we're we're chilling. We're in a spot. We yeah. just finished the bash. We have new material on the way. Mm-hmm. We have new material, um, in different stages. Sure. Mm-hmm. Between you know some close to being able to actually go into the studio and record, and others that are the beginnings. Mm-hmm. You know, of of a foundation yeah. to the song. Um, so we're we're trying to write new music get all of that recorded and ready to go by like spring of next year okay you guys thinking like an ep yeah i think yeah. so and we're but, in but, the same mode right now but as far yep. as, as as far as all that goes you know we we asked mills to help us out um when we parted ways with adam mm-hmm. we had two shows left on the books for this year 
So we needed someone to fill it, and it just made sense. He filled in. We talked about how he filled in for bass for yep. Steve yep. when we we did the St. Patty's Day show. He is a former member. We're friends. We know each other. We've played music together for years in, in different bands. So it, it just seemed right, and mm-hmm. he, he helped us out and everything. And, you know, he I, I think he's excited to, to write what? He has no idea. No, no I do. To, I do. I have want no. you two to duke it out on the show. <laughs> Man, what do so you that, mean? I have. What are you, what are you saying? Was, I have no idea. So there was, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so there was. There was actually a VHS tape of uh, me and Jay when we were little kids. We'll get over one K views fucking, if they beat the shit. We should fucking fight. <laughs> Oh shit! So, um, it's so time. The, yeah, we had boxing gloves on. Jay's just like whooping my ass, and I'm like, I'm a kickboxer. And then, and then, like, I try to get him. He fucking wails on me, and you hear my dad in the background. He got like the big fucking camera and the fucking oh, yeah, right? yeah, shoulder mounted, the shoulder big mount, ass light, yeah, you know, and. uh and look like the dude taking pictures on the sidelines. He's like, yeah. he's like, you got, you got, like, you got to be easy on your brother, Jay. <laughs> so Jay like starts pouting, puts his fucking gloves down. I just start wailing on him. My dad's <laughs> like, you better fucking defend yourself. You know, uh, you want me to take it easy on him, Dad, or you want me? What, <laughs> what, was was that? what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Uh, oh, where's Bruce Buffer when you need him? Oh man. Uh, so I, the the thing I was going to say about your wife, um, I, she was working the whole night, mm-hmm. and I was I just kept going over to get fucking water, and she. Hey, you know, I had the screaming at each other. She's like, "Are you Kyler?" I'm like, "Yeah, I am." She's like, "I'm Jay's wife." I was like, "Oh, nice to meet you." She goes, "I just want to let you know, I listened to you know podcasts before, and you're one of the best hosts that I've ever listened to before." And I'm like, "Well, you don't got fucking lied to me to like <laughs> stroke my ego, but like she was just very complimentary of of mm-hmm. me and in the show, and and it's it's super cool to you know one thing to be random people, but like." For somebody that like whose significant other has been on the show, so like is actually like in depth listened to it, mm-hmm. um, to to have that level of, and I actually like kind of grilled her like, okay, well, what do I do that's good, and what do we do that's good? Because I want to make sure we continue those things, and she wanna was, make sure it's real feedback. Yeah, like I, I, I did. I was. I want to make sure you know, <laughs> don't give me no just, fluff. Don't give me no fluff. Don't. It's not the drunk person after the show saying <laughs> that's great. Killer set. you guys forever, bro. Killer set. But um, but no, she was very complimentary. And, and and had great reasoning and I was very appreciative of it. and it's cool to to have someone that you know I know that she took the time to listen to your episode and and you know gave great feedback and it's it's cool to hey, cool to have that interaction. Way, congratulations, my guy. Yes. Thank you. Congratulations. Baby. Yeah, you have to give it to her because she was, she was on pregnant her that feet. whole fucking time. On her feet the whole From time. Star- hey, when, Dude. when the, and listen, when the, the bash started. Time. When the bash started, she was pregnant. And when it ended, she was still pregnant. So she was pregnant the whole time, my man. She was pregnant the whole time. I mean, sure, that shit. Hey, there wasn't that, a moment at the bash she wasn't pregnant. No. Hey, that fucking math is math. Right? That math is math, bro. Right? Hey, let me, she, let me ask you. Who massaged two's feet after the show? All right, so get this. Listen, this is fun fact. Fun fact. So... Her feet hurt so bad I bet they that did. all she wants is for them to be massaged. Uh-huh. Yeah. But 
did you know that you're not supposed to massage your feet when you're pregnant? Okay. What? I'm yeah, trying to trust try. me. She's very sad about I'm that. I'm trying to think Why? logically through this. Is it a blood flow <coughs> thing? It's a, she, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. She told me the reason, but I can't remember what that is. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that in the very beginning stages, I did it. I, I was doing it. Yeah. And then she was... Then she came to me one day and was Bro, like, oh, I'm so sad. You know that he went home and she was like, babe, my feet hurt so bad. All I want is for them to be massaged. And he yeah. goes, but listen, like my feet. <laughs> 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 my penis hurt for you bad. And all I want is for it to be. <laughs> it is so swollen right now. You would not believe. There's so I've much on- pressure. <laughs> I've been on it all day. <laughs> babe, babe, please. I, I need you to release my tension. Uh, I'm uh, laughing at my own jokes. I hate it. Fucking shit. Listen, there's two things. There's two things that need rubbed, okay? My throat <laughs> and, and my penis. My penis. Okay. Uh, I'll do whatever babe. you want to your feet. So <laughs> that would have been a clever time to put in the Theo Vaughn, all his... Uh, yeah. All his uh, uh what what am I Make looking you for? Kick a fat kid at Kmart. Oh, little reels. <laughs> hey, so Denny comes up to me. Denny Satterfield at the back. Yeah, old Denny. Oh, he goes, man. "Hey," he said, "How did you get a wife that looks that good?" <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, "Denny, how you fucking looked at me?" <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen our shirts, bro? Like, you know what they call Have me? Have you seen do the you fucking see, snatch? Do you see me? I'm no, beautiful. He's like, he's like, but yeah, he's like, so I, I asked somebody, I'm like, who's that dark haired girl back there serving the beer? And they said, oh, that's Jay's wife. And he said, I was like, God damn. <laughs> Tony comes up to him and said, Denny, that's the girl that played in Transformers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. That's Megan Fox. Jay knocked her up. Man. Yeah, Tony Tony had a blast. Oh, Tony was having a good time. And four of the five members from Once Pure were actually at that show. Yeah, Chad was there as well. Shit, half a slide yeah. south was there. <laughs> they were. They were. Dude, so. I, do you have a sister? He's got two sisters. I got three sisters. Three sisters. Uh, I'm pretty sure I met one of them. Uh, Ashley. Loud one. Well, there's real loud? Ashley and Taylor. And then, actually, um, were both of your, them there? your student, the little kid that was there, What's his name? His uh, Cameron. uncle Cameron. His little his, his uncle Austin is my little brother, and my older sister lives in California. So, but she doesn't have the same dad as me. I don't think Taylor. Was Ashley there, was and Taylor. I didn't see Taylor. Were both there. I, they were both there. Oh, Taylor okay. was there. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember which one. I, well, they're both kind of loud. Because I was talking to dad. <laughs> right. Right. And and. I talked to him. Someone says maybe I was talking. I don't remember, dude. I talked to a million people. But yep. I know I met your sister because she was like, "It's my that, oh, that's my dad." And came up, and started talking to him. I'm like, "All right." I, I asked uh, asked Denny and and your dad. I said, "I said, oh, I seen you got sliding south back together." Yep. They're like, "Yeah." I said, "You all gonna be ready to play this next year or what?" Mm-hmm. Denny said, "What do you think, Ed?" He said, "Fuck yeah, we'll be ready." You could oh, have said were. tomorrow. My dad would have been like, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I was saying, like, yeah. I'll figure it out. I know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, that, Is he going to be done with High Alert then? Oh, it's been done. Has it been done? Yeah, it's okay. been done for a minute. So, the, uh, and I don't know that we're ready to wrap it up. It's up to you guys. Um, uh, what are we at here? 
It's like 11.20, I think, but we started we're at about, we're about two hours. Yeah. Um, I, the reason the Barnyard Bash is so important to me every year, one, because it's local, um, and that definitely helps, but two, it really feels like there's a sense of community at that show every single year. Like, 60% of the people there, like, at the end of the show, if I don't know them, like, and haven't met them, something's wrong, if that makes any sense. Because I'm out and about, I'm bouncing around, I'm talking to people, and at the end of the night and the week after it, there, there's this feeling of me being inspired. One, because of the show that I feel like we put on, um, but two, is just being a part of that. And, and maybe just because we need to be a part of that more often as a band, um, and as a show and whatever else, and that's that's goals in the future. But there there's a sense of community and a sense of togetherness every single year after that show that is super important to me. Well, I mean, like, dude, you got to be hyped. I mean, I I'll honestly say that out of all the years that Screaming Evidence has played the Barnyard Bash and just any of the shows that uh, I've ever seen you guys play any shows, I feel like. This year, Barnyard Bash was the absolute best performance, best sounding, best time that I have ever seen you guys. I agree. Like, and you guys fucking, you crushed it. The crowd was loving you. When you get that, dude, there's just no... No feeling like There's it, no feeling like that fucking energy. Nope. Like, dude, even like, you know, the like, I could hear the crowd, like, singing words back to you guys, right? And it was cool because, like... You know, like on that level, like I had well, Leandra's daughter, right? Leandra's mm -hmm. my cousin. Um, so her, uh, and I'm terrible with names, but her youngest daughter. Yep. So when I'm performing Stand Your Ground, I in, in there, you know, like I had a pretty decent crowd, probably pr yeah. played in front of like 30 people. Yeah. First first act. Yeah, at 2.30. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, a lot yeah. of it was bands and shit and their girlfriends, but it was cool. Like, um, yeah, but but looking out and seeing, like, seeing the them, they were singing the words. Yeah. Yep. Right. And like, ju just on that, like, e e even on that level, like, that's just phenomenal. And that, that energy, right? So, you like, you go to that at the beginning of the show to like your guys' performance, the crowd fucking, you know, singing, you know, especially the cover song. Like, mm -hmm. everyone was fucking singing that mm -hmm. in the whole fucking place. Right? It helps that the whole world knows that. Song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But just that, it gets right. you in the feels, yeah, right? It does. It really like, does. I mean, I'm Benjamin Burnley right now. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I was pumped as fuck after, you know, even though, yeah. like, I didn't play my my most perfect flawless show. Yeah, you know, I fucking dropped drumstick a couple times. And, uh, Imagine. Uh, <laughs> he don't even want to say it anymore. Uh, He's just shaking. We'll say it, it for you. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Bad. But uh, I was pumped, dude. Like I, I had a blast. Um, from the videos <laughs> that I saw, like from out front, like I thought my fucking drums sounded fucking killer. They did. Mm -hmm. they did. You know. Yep. You like guys put on a hell of a set. Machine guns fucking going off. What yeah, you think about that Hatebreed cover? Ooh, and I'm not even killer. into Hatebreed. That was a fucking For whatever reason, cover. I never have gotten into Hatebreed. I, I love Bloomy's stage personality. I've never really listened to him, so I didn't catch that. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's on that's, me. That's one thing I... What do you I, mean? Bloomy fucking shouted out like five times before they played it. Yeah, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Red beard. We Did played he? it right before the Alone and Afraid. Oh, I was mm -hmm. you played it right before the new song. Yeah, yeah we played it right before the new song. Like so, going back and watching videos, like we did that that mashup, but like I don't know, like I fucking could never get the fill 
in the transition in between the the first and second song of that hate breed and i fucking nailed it that night it was about the only thing i nailed right <laughs> um <coughs> not christy or no <laughs> uh, she's too was, tired she was yes listen um, i know your feet hurt her feet, <laughs> yes her feet definitely hurt oh shit um but no, yeah. you guys i thought you guys put on a great yep. set too i i mean yep. from from so high on was absolute nonstop bang, like no yep. low spot like i'm yep. fucking hyped up the whole time um and s- like so high is not even like my go-to type of music but like they, they just put, put on they're, such they're, a they're, great they're, a, they're a fun party band they yes. are bro like, but great tight. musicality. They like, are oh, tight. Yeah. Like musicality. Like they're the, the way that they play live. Man, they rage. I bro. told you, it was man. So so cool. So so it used to be Pets or Me. I don't know if, if you ever remember that band. I don't think so. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they were around for a while. Steve's done a lot. Oh, SJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's done a lot. But um, yeah. No, I mean, I don't. He know. had capri I, pants on, and I was a little. Mm. Yeah. I said, I said, wait till the good motherfucker gets on stage. He did. He right. He fucking yeah, had that you, fucking dude. semi hollow like down to his ankles. So I'm yeah. like, bro, how are you playing that big bass? So actually, uh, their drummer PJ fucking messaged me this week. Wait, he did. I yeah. didn't see PJ there. He's I thought it looked like drummer. a different dude. He's just no. Nah, he's just. Uh, I think he went. I don't know. Like, he, did he cut his hair or something? He's because I had met PJ. He's before. lost weight. Okay, maybe that was the case. I don't know. I mean, I th- I feel like, uh, you know, I don't know if maybe he's on like a <laughs> yeah. vegan diet or something. Maybe, like, you know, mm-hmm. Tom Brady slimmed down. Like, yeah. not that PJ was like a big dude, but yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Or he's hell- he's fit. Yeah, he just looks he looks fit. But yeah, he he sent me a message. He was like, he sent me a couple videos from behind. He was like, I would tell you, I would tell you that I watched Sour Blood, but I fucking didn't. I just watched you. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell you how Sour Blood did. No, I can tell you how Brad Colley did. Uh, I was like, oh, that's cool, dude. That's awesome. Uh, They're good ass dudes. It was cool. Man. It was cool good. to. It well, was cool for me. Girl. It was cool for me to to feel like a part of it. Um, you know, from the the merch table standpoint and the podcast standpoint, and helping these guys get set up and feel like a roadie or guitar tech, whatever you want to call it, if you will. It was just a cool experience for me. Never been asked for my autograph before. Signed a few of those. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Don't know why, but I it's mean, just cool. I, no, I don't cool. know why I was asked. Hey, but just I'm take like, it. You just you just take it. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast, yeah, you know, I guess. But I'm like, you guys know I'm not in the band, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, we know who you are. I'm like, okay. Hey, so Star just recently had that that feeling. Yeah. From like playing shows and mm-hmm. like just she talks to me about it like. For like people to like recognize her, or, like <coughs> come up and ask for her autograph or like whatever. And mm-hmm. when like, I dude, when it happened cool. to me, I think it's it was cool. a it's cool. Man. Sadly, the first barnyard I had played, I I think that was the first time it happened to me, and I was like, "What the fuck are you asking me for?" <laughs> yeah. right. I was confused. Yeah, dude. that's how I was. I'm like, you know that I'm not in Screaming Evidence, right? And they're like, "No, you're 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 Screaming Idiot Show. That's you." And I'm like, "Yeah, I want your autograph." And I'm like, "Okay." You know? And then I did it. And I'm like, "Man, that's." That's kind of fucking cool. Yeah. So I will say, sadly, and I, I want to shout out all the bass players out there. Oh, shit. Because we don't get no fucking love. <laughs> no love. I had, literally, there was uh, uh, there was someone that, that brought their, their kids to the show, 
and she she's been to several shows but she comes up to me and she's like hey you know my 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 daughter loved you guys she wants to meet um she wants to meet um no (laughs) someone else they were like (laughs) she wants to meet uh the singer sean and stuff and i was like okay well you know she introduced them to me and like i reached out to shake you know the boy's hand he shook my hand i reached out to shake her hand she just blew me off and i was like Oh, okay. No love for the bass player. She, uh, no. Right, so you know, you know why you get no, the- you get no love, because people don't like using condoms. <laughs> <laughs> he brought it full circle. Woo! He brought uh, it full fucking circle. Uh, yeah. uh, but like, up, I feel bro? like as a bass player, like I, I do some cool shit, but like no one, no one knows. The no math, knows. just math, was what Jay said. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's quite sad. You, so you, shout out to all the bass players that didn't get no love at the barnyard bass. Bash. players scream in a closet, okay? No one hears them. I mean, I screamed into a microphone. So you know how Steve, like, runs all over the place and, like, does crazy shit? Yeah, but, like, I bang my head really hard. Yeah, but, like, Steve has, like, cool hair and, like... He's got, like, a battery pack on his back. He's, like... <laughs> he's, like... Really like he's like really handsome. Yeah, he's, he's a snack shack. He's a yeah. really good looking dude. Yeah. But he runs. Like he runs. Maybe that's it. I just you need to, to wear running. skinny pants. Get rid of the fucking flip flops. I can't. I can't wear skinny jeans. They're not though. as bad as you think, bro. But like my legs don't fit. Your in quads them. are massive. But like you could get a size appropriate. Get some black ripped up skinny pants. Wear some white Vans or some white Chucks or something. Wear a cut off, show off that arm sleeve, and then fucking big ass fucking biceps of yours. Run around, quit playing like a heavy that. ass LTD. <laughs> Get play this motherfucker because it's a lot lighter. Do some spins, do some crazy shit. People will be like, "Oh my god!" Screaming evidence, bass player, big dick energy. Let me have your autograph. Maybe I just need the big dick. Well. I think that would probably help us all. Just put a sock over it. You guys remember Rax, right? Rax. Yes. So what do you think their marketing team when they came out with the uh, BBC sandwich? Oh, yeah. The big bacon cheddar. <laughs> Let me go look at yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. still have it, dude. It's yes, Circleville. they do. And, and yeah. the Chillicothe. Yeah. And there's still one in Chillicothe? Uh, it's on 23. And, um, yeah, it's in, it, so it's, it's not in the between... One in, it's, it's, or is that a rallies? It's in between Circleville and Chilcotty. Rallies. Oh, yeah, it's there okay. on 23. Yeah. yeah. BBC, dude. Go get you a BBC. Big Bacon Cheddar. Dude, that, you know, that. I never thought of it that way. It wasn't until it, it, someone brought it up and Steve was like, the BBC? And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, what kind of sandwich are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a Big Bacon. Oh. I was like, oh, I see. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know what? It just never really crossed my mind all those years. Yeah. Right. Well, you would know it if that crossed your mind. <laughs> right. well, we know what crossed Steve's mind. Yeah, we know what crossed your mind. Because me, me, Jay, and Bloomy were all on the same page with the racks, and, you know, Steve's mind went, you know, that that way. He took I that I mean, path. he can think about whatever he wants to in his off time. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not... You know, we're just trying see. to we're trying to get some roast beef over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, from what I hear, BBC's get a lot of that reason. So incognito. So before we wrap up and move on to one last topic, um, Jay or Tyler, any other thoughts on the bash that you guys wanted to hit on? You both. Well, I think that it <clears> ran. <throat> I said before it just ran smooth, mm-hmm. as smooth as it ever had. It, in my opinion, it was the best one yet. Yep. Um, Kayla said that from her perspective, because you know it, it's a family effort 
You know, our, our, yeah. So our mom and her best friend works the front gate. Okay. Both of our wives bartend and serve drinks. Yep. Bloomy's wife runs the merch table. Yep. Um, we have family serving food. So it, it is a family effort. So in getting different people's perspectives, but like she, she said, from her perspective as a worker, this was the least stressful that it's ever been. Good okay. for her. And, that's and I felt the least amount of stress once we were, once it had already begun, there's always like a high level of stress leading up Before to it. it and especially anxiety. when you're having laptop computer issues and your backing tracks are in flux. Fucking yeah. pro tools, bro. And oh, oh man, it was a whole fiasco. Fuck the third generation iLock. Um, <laughs> but I'm once we. back to my first generation. We got it figured out just in time. And once the bash started, thing it was. For like 12 years. It was smooth. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, smooth. Yep. All the bands sure. were great. I thought the crowd was great. Um, yeah, pretty much echoing what everyone else has said. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. I had a blast. It's so fun to be a part of yeah. every year. Even man. the next day, you know, having to wake up and drive back there and tear all that down, like disassemble all those stages, <laughs> I don't make it. Bless all you that help. stuff. Thank you. Even that went pretty quick. We had, <laughs> we had enough hands. We had enough help that. It didn't take all day like it usually does. I mean, it still took some hours for yeah, sure. Yeah. But just not as long as it usually does. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's that what I good. that's what I would say. Yeah, the only thing I, I wanted to add was kind of shouting out all the people that support the show. I mean, the family and stuff you guys have that are helping run things and then the stage crew. Like when I showed up to unload Security. my shit, like I didn't even unload my heavy stuff. Uh, like some dude just randomly showed up and started grabbing shit out of Nick. my trunk, and I was like, "No, his name his is brother? no, his All name right, is Daniel." Cool. I imagine, his na- I imagine it was Daniel. Well, shout out there was, Nick there was and Kayla as well because they were fucking so awesome. Nick is Junior Bloom. That was that's Junior Bloom. That's okay. Junior Bloom. Yeah, shout out Nick and Caleb because they were awesome as well. Yeah, man. they helped I, out so much. I mean, shout out to the, to Daniel. That was his name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying Daniel. To that dude. Who Daniel that dude was. killed it. You know, all, all the you know, all of our, our family, our wives, you know, our parents, you know, um, you know, my my kids was running the food, so they helped with that, you know. And just really like shout out to fucking all the bands that put in the hard work yep. of selling tickets, bringing their fucking A game. I felt like you oh, know, dude, everyone brought sure. their A game. <clears throat> it was a solid show, you know. Definitely wanna shout out to like all the people that fucking support all the bands you know all the people that support me and shit like my work family i had so many people from work that that, that came that don't even like metal like that's awesome yeah. you know um and all of our like normal fucking people you know amber and andy like they're they're pretty solid so you know you try to look out for the the, the people that you know mm-hmm. are helping us play music in a sense right because mm-hmm. like yeah we yeah. play music in here all day but you know, and we're essentially yeah. playing it for ourselves. But when yeah. you have someone else singing your songs or whatever it is, yeah, it's a whole different ball game, yeah, man. man. Whole different. I, ball I game. want to give a special shout out to uh, a lot of folks from the podcast standpoint because I was blown away by the sheer amount of people that that showed up and were wearing pod our pod shirts. Or I mean, we sold out of our pod shirts that night. Um, we, we sold did. we sold them out. Well, I think um, we got like a small, yeah, a small left. that Dude, would maybe smalls, fit your yeah. kid <laughs> or me. We're that's, never ordering any more smalls. That's ever. all we had left of the barnyard yeah. bass shirts. Was We're small. never ordering any smalls ever again. Um, but 
so many people came up and 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 talked to us about the show and how much they enjoy it. Um, uh, it, it, kids too. I mean, Jesus, like it. It was just it was really cool to see that we are making an impact in the metal community. Um, and I think you know bringing guys like you guys on. Um, and, and giving you guys a, a space to, to talk about things that you're passionate about helps do that. And that's the, that's just the ultimate goal of this show. So it was, I, I want to, you know, special shout out to our buddy, Derek Muncy. He brought his whole fucking family yes, out, he did. uh, yep. Brad and Trina Walters, Todd Cottrell and his wife. There was uh, so many folks that have been longtime listeners that came out, supported the, the, the bash supported the, you know, the bands, um, and then, you know, supported the podcast as well. So, um, Thank you to each and every one of you guys and gals that that came out and supported. It was it was fucking awesome to see. So, did you have a one last topic? Yeah, one last thing, really quick. Um, it's never and, really quick. Uh, it's I'll, never. I'll, really I will quick. do my best to make it no, as quick as possible. No. And maybe maybe it'll lead into um, upcoming something that is upcoming. What show wise? What's next for Sour Blood? Is it well? Show-wise? Yeah. Show-wise. I know you guys are mainly focused on recording and stuff right now, right? Yeah, there's there's one show in December. Okay. that And that's it. Okay. And that's just because it's something that we do each year. The, the main focus is to continue writing and get this music out. Because I keep telling them, I'm like, hey, I'm not sure what he's mouthing over here. <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> like... I mean, we love playing shows, you know, yeah. right? But it's like, we need to take time to write this stuff, man. Yep. And, yep. And we're in the same like boat. Because what happens is, is you book shows and then you have to take time to p- prepare for those shows. Mm-hmm. And that's eating into the time that you're yep. writing yep. and you're recording, you're doing pre-production. Yep. And to have like a nice chunk of time to do it. Like mm-hmm. I would rather not play any shows get this material all recorded well finished being written first of all yeah recorded and then like first spring of spring come out with you got the new product yep you know maybe even some more i know we just had a, a couple new shirts and stuff like that for merch but like even a new, <laughs> new merch line right like new products that go that all coordinate with the release really aggressive all of for that no you fucking know? reason uh whiskey so that's that's my focus, but yeah, yeah we're gonna do yeah. the show in December, which I mean, it's always a good time. So I'm not yeah. like Did saying anything these, about it. These... Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. I didn't. I, I already didn't know. knew. I didn't he know thinks you... I don't know. I things, didn't know if you guys had anything lined up before that. So that's no. he's a math teacher. Yet. He he knows the math. Yeah. So announcement: Sour Blood and Screaming Evidence, along well, yep. Sour Blood Liquid Sixteen, and they were nice enough to ask us. We will be playing at Toodles. In Circleville on when is it? I'm sorry. <laughs> We're the ones that don't Somewhere know. Somewhere in December. It's, I love Toodles. December fifteenth. Uh, fifteenth. Hold on, let me look. Love this shit Toodles. Fifteenth. I've never been to Toodles, and I've heard a lot about Toodles. Love I've heard Toodles. It's fun. Oh yeah, uh, yeah for Aaron's birthday bash. So fifteenth. Yeah, the fifteenth. Hey, we Aaron's birthday bash. It's Aaron's from yeah. Liquid Sixteen. Oh, so yeah, we always bro. do two shows we in. Fucked up. We do two shows in at Toodles every year. We do one in April for Bloomy's birthday. We okay. do one in December for Aaron's birthday. Okay. We've done that like the last since I've been in Sour Blood. Okay. 
So Toodles is such a cool spot, <clears throat> dude. It's it so it is. Cool, it reminds man. me of like the Friends coffee shop, like yeah, where they sit down at the couch and all yes. that. But uh, they don't really but have a whole lot of metal there. Metal music. But they 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 love it when 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 we play there. Like it's always packed out. Our, you know, our people like to you know drink and listen to music or whatever. Oh, so yeah. it's a good. It's good for them. But it's, just, um, it's low key. You know what I it mean? It is. It's, yeah. It's yeah. a super cool place. I enjoy it. So yeah, I mean, you know, and then that works out for us. I mean, you know, um, for you know, like Mills filling in and stuff like that. You guys think we have like good chemistry on stage? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, look like yep. yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, maybe so. even a little bit better than before. Yeah, yeah. He was so, really what I've seen the he was two really good times. I've seen, yeah two times because Mills played bass for you at the Stand Your Ground show, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, you know, he. He uh he he messaged me today and talking about making fuck his, you Mills fuck you Mills your Even feet stink feet stink <laughs> bro wash your feet wash your feet dude Take Even care if of that fucking holy bro uh, I'll, I'll say like uh, I think we're gonna be blessed and uh, I feel like you guys will see a lot more of uh, Mills on stage with us sweet we have you know um. Two guitars is always better than I do one. believe he will be one hell of an addition if it is to I agree. happen. Yeah, I agree. He can shred, <clears throat> but you know we don't want him though. So cause yeah, it's no, yeah, fuck you, shit. Mills. Fucking Mills, he's a piece yeah. shit. Yeah, you know. Cool. Well, anything else to add, guys? Before we close yeah, it up, don't want to don't want to take an opportunity away from you. Mm. No. Say what you need to say. I'm sure we'll have you back Ooh, on again. Johnny. At some point. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> well, I do actually have something. Okay, so, go ahead. I was just gonna say that. Well, just on the the topic of Mills and stuff. You know, he he was a member of Sour Blood. We've said that before. He has helped us out at filling in, and he may be around more. But we knew that um, it would be like it would be feasible for him to uh, basically coexist and do the projects that he wants to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's never a thing of hey, come fill. You know, we help us out filling some shows. Hey, you know you want to write some songs together or whatever, but it was never a thing about, you have to quit your other band. Like, Hey, you should, Hey, how about you uh, quit liquid 16 and come join sour blood? Like it was, none of that's ever been said. Mm -hmm. It's more or less just been sort of laid back open. Like, Hey, you want to jam? Yeah. Yeah. The schedule, you know, like nothing really interferes or anything like that. And it's like, well, you know, if you want to do both, if you're, you know, I mean, I'm cool with it. Like, I it doesn't bother any of us as far as like having someone that would maybe that would be in like another project or that's already committed to something else as well. Um, pretty much laid back when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. So we've just left always left it up to him. Oh yeah, yeah. what he wants to do. Yeah, completely valid. So did did you guys check out any of the fucking bands that I said last time? You know, when I was listening Scotty, to the Scotty did. When I was listening to the episode um, a couple of days ago, and I heard you shout out the bands, I was like, "Fuck, man! I never, I never went and listened to them." All right, so I got a couple more for you. Okay, I don't know if I said. Hold on, them. let me put them in my. Did notes. I say Machine Made God last time? No, no. Yeah, so you need to check out Machine Made God, Masked. That album's from two thousand seven. Well, I would just go ahead and check out both their albums. Yeah, both their albums are fucking killer, but Masked to me is. All right. Okay. Uh, Diecast. You ever heard of Diecast? I have heard the name. I have also heard of them. 
I actually messaged Mills today and I was like, hey, have you heard Diecast? He was like, no. I'm like, go check them out. I feel like they, uh, I said they remind me of Liquid 16. Okay. So they have. Uh, Bro, these the are al- old bands. They haven't dropped new music since like 07. Yeah. That's when fucking music was baller, bro. <laughs> We've had Wait, that. So let me ask you this. I'm still stuck in those days. Yeah. Like, no, let me no, ask, I get it. Are you the type of uh, listener to where if if a band is no longer currently a band that you don't you don't really one of my favorite bands want to listen to them? Micah Relocate, and they haven't dropped anything in yeah. like fucking seven Drop years. Two banger, two banger ass albums. Oh, yeah, the, disappeared off the face of the earth. I have, I have the issues. They're not together anymore. Still jam their shit. I have the album. Yeah. But what I'm saying so, is, when when someone turns you on to a band that you've now, did you listen to these bands while they were still a band? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you're what saying I mean that somebody is, turns me on to one that that, that isn't together anymore currently. Um, do I guess you, I don't have a point of reference. Do on you that. do you sort of like, like yeah, like yeah, fuck, but they're not. Like, they got not some together. bangers. If they got bangers, I'm gonna listen. Because I know to people it. like that. Is all no, I'm saying. No, I I do struggle with it sometimes. Because like with Micah Relocate, I'm like, God, just get back together. I want more. I want more. Novelist, d- the real novelist, the real novelist. So like, yeah, I I I do have that tendency to get like butt hurt from the standpoint of. I want new music, but I am not the person that's going to not listen to somebody that I haven't heard yeah, before just yeah. because they're not making new music anymore. Have you heard of Falling Cycle? No. No. Yeah. That, you probably wouldn't have. That's that's rare. Okay. That's rare. Bought it at an As I Lay Dying concert at the Alrosa Villa during their first, like, the Frail uh, World 2002. Mm-hmm. One record. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that, dude, beginning to end, Legit. nasty. Now the only thing is, is I wish that the recording quality, like if I could imagine those songs with today's quality, mm-hmm. would yeah. just be even better. Huh. But like, like the breakdowns the and the stuff. Dark divine, dark divine is that what it's mm-hmm. called? Do you guys ever get into still remains? Still remains? No. Yeah, check out oh, the Of gosh. Love and Lunacy album. Of Love and of Lunacy. Front, they, that, that one's front to back, no skip. Okay. Yeah. We love no skip albums. Yeah, keep going. We do like no skip albums. Yeah, these guys have shit as new as 2013. By God, yeah, but but it's specifically the of love and lunacy album, though. Yeah, that's good. And then no, the that their last one they put out. uh, Bro, I mean, like Crossfade put out one record that was like, well, the second you were sending a bunch off the second record, but like Crossfade dropped one absolute. Epic ass album in like '03, and then just poof. Well, I mean, they dropped a couple more after that, but like, they're not, I still listen to their shit. Yeah. yeah. So it just it it makes me sad when bands cease to exist that made great music. Yeah, it makes me sad. What else? Keep on, keep them going. Come on, fuckers. Oh man, did you ever get into Silent Civilian? No. I listened to a couple of their songs. Well, their um, first album. Man, that's the, that's the vocalist from the band Spine Shank. Yeah, listen to Spine Why Shank the fuck am I not familiar with this? Like, I I do consider myself pretty well versed in a lot of shit, and I'm lost. Uh, it was the Rebirth of the Temple album. Yeah, we yeah, played Rebirth yeah. of Temple. Yeah, we yeah. played with them. Woodshock. Woodshock. Silent I bet Civilian. Scotty knows all these bands. Scott, oh, Scotty, yeah, you know Scotty does. Yep. Yeah. He's, Scotty sends some obscure shit like twice a week in the chat, and we're like, he sent the band really quick. He sent the band a while back 
something 36 crazy fists yeah. or something yeah. like that 36 crazy 36 crazy fists. yeah my cousin dustin sweet, my cousin man. dustin was way into them like he was a big hate breed fan and like that okay. was another band that he used to yeah scotty's a big hate breed to guy. a lot but yeah i mean check out those albums man okay. it'll be definitely good lifting material okay you know okay. what i'm saying get your yeah. juices flowing give them up give them love when my juices yeah. are flowing yeah. all right did Who you ever did you ever get shit? into oh. did you ever get into caliban Oh my god! No, I, bro. Oh, you haven't man. listened to Caliban at all. I feel okay, like so, I've heard of them. All right, so you're C A L I B A N. Yeah. Yes, but you have. But there's there's several albums, but they're still current right now. Okay. But we're ta I'm talking about going back. Like you need to go back to the opposite from within. The opposite from within. The uh, next one was Undying Darkness. Undying that album. Undying. Front to back, no skipper. That's okay. a, that was like. A, Caliban was my, it's like, kind of like a life changing. They're from Germany. That's a that's a, okay. But they were produced by Adam from Killswitch. Okay, okay. He produced and engineered their guitarist. album, so yeah. you know the quality Duke of that. Witch is, or whatever. Yeah, yeah wearing his short yeah. shorts and his Donald Duck hat. Yeah, but he's the a wizard. Guitar. He's a wizard. Yeah, he always oh, a fucking freak, dude. He had he had that album sounding mint. Yeah, that was life changing. The Undying Darkness is probably one of my favorite albums. What was actually. the next one? The Awakening. Yeah, so the opposite from within was yeah, like I just, where I that I was that like a band I came oh across at the at Hot Topic. Okay, so th this is when I'm like just out of high school, going to Hot Topic. Back when Hot Topic was yeah, cool. this is back like before the internet had really <laughs> blown up. So you're like you're just finding seeing CDs on the shelves. Yeah, you're, you're taking yep. chances on shit. Yeah, that's when Hot Topic was, was like so yep. Naruto. So and so I found that shit. album, and I'm like Caliban. I've never, mm -hmm. never heard this before. Took a chance on it. And the fucking math, math. Yep. The Undying Darkness came out. And yeah, that was just sort of like a life changing. Like, this is just. Well, I, and speaking of Undying mm -hmm. Darkness, um, one band, maybe you, you've probably heard of them, um, but there's a new release coming up. But Dying Wish, mm -hmm. if you guys haven't mm -hmm. got into Dying Wish, I think it's kind of mid. Uh, I don't know that it's mid. I just think it sounds. It sounds kind of dated. It's very. It's a very dated style of music. But, but they're they're a newer they are group in that, that has a same kill vein feel of old. All the remains, old female yep. fronted, yep. gnarly. Yep. You like yep. Arch Enemy? Uh, Less death metally, more yeah. metalcore type, deathcore type shit. Yeah, they do have some cleans. That's the one thing I don't like about them. I don't think her cleans are very good. Her screams are insane. Yep. But it is a very dated style of music. What about you? Listen to the Browning. Oh yeah, the Browning. I haven't listened to him in that years, makes but me I'm think aware. Of who? <laughs> Bro, the Hypernova album. <clears throat> I'd what? have to go back. Can I interest you in some before. Rain City Drive? <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah. not. That's probably a little too alt rock for you. Uh, I mean, you know, I was a Nirvana guy, right? right? Blur. Yeah. Listen oh, to yeah. some Blur. Yeah. Bush, I went bro. to Warped Tour. So yeah, Bush, Bush was earlier. on the first concert. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fucking love some Veruca Salt. Gavin Rossdale, bro. He's amazing. I love Bush. One band that I'm sad is no longer in existence that was always, always surprised me live and was just so consistent was the band for today. I've heard yeah. of that band. I'd you have haven't to listened to them? Yeah. It's been years. Story it's of the Year years. is another one that I'm like, hmm. For today, yeah, Dude, they, for today they were a Christian band. Mm -hmm. Like 
It's been year, probably high school since I like they we would, went. We went to a bunch of cons like for today. Miss uh, Memphis Mayfire, uh, okay. the, the Word Alive, Word Alive. Yep. upon a burning they just dropped Gideon. Album. Gideon, Gideon, oh hell! But yeah. it's like you go to a show yeah. like that, you don't expect. At least for me, I didn't expect for today to be. Gideon's like, been doing it that long. The best band on the yeah, band. bro. No, you're talking. Yeah, like you didn't expect it because you're yeah. pumped to see these other you know what bands. Band I hate for absolutely no reason. Hmm. Attila. Yeah, I don't, I don't care for them. Stupid. Never got into Stupid. But I also, if your lyrics are nonsense, yeah, I don't like. That's you. why I, I didn't tend to get into like I don't I don't get into music that's on the comical side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I never yeah. like the Bloodhound Gang. Like it's comedy. Dance Gavin Dance. It, it's it, they're Dance, trying to be Gavin funny, Dance. right? But that, and it's same, the same thing with like vein. I will forever love Tenacious D. <laughs> That's yes, but, but different. That's, that's a little bit different. He's, that's Jack Black. He's Jack Black is them. just comedy. <laughs> like, yeah. He is comedy. Yeah. yeah. So you expect he's, Jack Black to be performing. You expect to laugh and for it to be funny. Yeah. It's hilarious. That's, but he's also doing it in ways that's not just. I'm trying to. He's be actually funny. pretty. Not just talented. lyrics. Like yeah. just some of his do notes you, and his yeah. mannerisms make you laugh. Do you guys yeah. listen to Bleed From Within? I feel like you would really like Bleed From Within. Bleed from within. Yeah. You oh my god! If you guys You've don't never, listen to oh Bleed, oh my god! Holy shit! I think I've shit. listened to some of them. They're like Parkway, but good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So hold on. Parkway Horizon. Okay. They're like Horizons. they're like they're like old Parkway. Okay. But, yeah. So someone, but with so, a modern hey, feel. With so a modern someone feel. Com- so this is what someone told me. I don't want to miss this, but I got pissed. Uh yeah, I got pissed too here. He said he said Parkway Drive is Australia's Metallica. Yes. Oh, they are, bro. They are. Hey, I sat on this podcast and shit on Parkway Drive, and I will continue to shit on Parkway Drive. It's fucking basic bullshit. They are Australia's Metallica, dude. They're old. I'm telling you, they're their first three albums. Yes, were dog shit. No, they what? You're fucking crazy. Their first three albums. I sat and I I couldn't I couldn't finish half the songs on them. Crazy. Bro, their first what? Like Atlas, with Deep smile? Blue, Horizons. Oh my god! I think their new shit's like so basic in radio. It is so, I mean, it's, yeah. When I when I was first told about Parkway Drive, it was their newer shit, and I I never went back and listened to them. These guys had talked about Parkway Drive a few times, so I went through because I'm like coming into. I've only been listening to metalcore and stuff. Uh, in a dedicated fashion for the last few years. You're and so welcome. I've started going back to some of these bands and listening to them. The first two albums for Parkway Drive, production was shit. Dude, you're, but you're a hardcore fan where every album's production no, is shit. No. But look, production Dude, was shit. You're the, 2005? The, I, Golden year. I could not do it. Yes. Golden year for Metal Correct. 2005, 2007, and 2010. Yeah. Atlas, Dark Divide, or not Dark Divide. Uh, oh, Killing with a Smile was 2005. Killing with a Smile was the look, first, right? Look, you guys do what they do better than they do it. Deep Blue, Horizons, and Atlas. Like, when I listen to that kick drum on the first two albums from Parkway Drive, and it sounds like just straight click, I'm like, gross. I don't want nothing to do with it. There's no ass to it. It's just literally a click. I'm like, just play the fuck click track. Uh, I mean, dude... 
We can oh, do the dance of that, bro. We can fucking uh, lose it. They're they're nowhere near on the level of Metallica, and I I don't like Metallica that in much. Australia, in Australia, in Australia, they are by a guy. <laughs> Were or well, are? I mean, they just headlined fucking whacking. So yeah. so who is America's Polaris then? Ooh. <laughs> Are you guys a Polaris fan? Oh, we dick ride him like crazy on this show. I know you do. I'll beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I literally just got scared for my life for a second because I seen the fucking fire in his eyes and it was fucking like, like uh, you guys remember the fucking uh, the old uh, puppet master? It was, yes. uh, the horror. Yes. The oh my god, those things yeah. were so bad. Like, so you look like the guy fucking torch that had the blow torch, and then he had like the bullets for the eyes. Yeah. I, I literally thought bullets were gonna fucking shoot out of your eyes and fucking. Kill me. Oh god. Do you, you like Polaris like, though? I mean, they're good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I'm. Um, so I don't really get. I'm still stuck in like the older like yeah I can see right. that I get that. I like my yep. you know what I'm saying like cause I'm a OG like, metalcore yeah I'm yeah. like a I'm like a, a a groove metal yeah guy so like yeah you know the albums that like took me in like you know Chimera Chimera I'm Impossibility of Reason self titled album Resurrection those three yep. albums yep fucking like I I still listen to those right like the the first three As I Lay Dying albums yep. right yep. like that shit was just like it shaped my life the yep. first two caliban yep. albums right like the stuff that a lot of the stuff that i named off to you guys is stuff that i still listen to so like <clears throat> i kind of got out of like following music as much as i uh -huh. i did like, like when i was date. like struggling with my stuff uh so yeah i mean I, I, I still got you know my fucking concealed fucking carry ipod classic 80 you know yeah, man. the block the block the man. brick Took the brick that, that's what yeah, that's on me the brick Keep so dude like i i rock it it's in the truck right now it's yeah. on shuffle that's crazy and you know yeah. i update it every now and then i bet then. if you had it in your pocket you wouldn't have been afraid for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're right you're right i wouldn't even I got that sentence out of my mouth now nope. i've been eating that motherfucker yeah. <laughs> I I'm swallowing my teeth. So real quick, fuck you, Brad. Jay, are you going to Polaris? Yeah, I like their stuff. I, I, I you like watch. make them suffer more than Polaris? And if so, tell me why. Fast. Yeah, yeah I do. I, I like I like make them suffer better. Tell me more. Of of why I do? Yeah. Um. Well, for one, I I, I have Wrong. a history. <laughs> shit Dude, there's no, such a piece of shit oh man i'm kidding go ahead no i just have a history with the band okay yeah make, make them suffer is one of those bands that you know sometimes you come across a band before they yeah kind of get bigger bro that's how we were with just Polaris. that's it, exactly how and we you're were. like man yep. this is so good and yep. like but not many people know of them yep. and then mm -hmm. eventually that the next like album comes out and now you start to see them on some tours with some people yep. and you're like okay yeah so I've been with them for years. Yeah. Whereas um I've listened to Polaris stuff and I like it. I've watched YouTube videos of their Ryan guitar players yep. doing guitar stuff and yep. I don't have anything against Polaris. Yeah. But, but yeah. if you were asking that's, me, like yeah, I'm just so cool just that mine. you say that that you have that connection with Make Them Suffer because that's exactly how we yep. are with Polaris because when we came across the bro, they are just now starting to like get big. We've been listening to them for 10 years. He's about to hit you. With the brick. He got the brick. I, I, I think he's, he's just, he's contemplating whether he wants to dive back in or not. <laughs> yeah. Right? I was like, you know, because. Might Preston, not get back up. Preston was like, I felt like you were kind of like rushing. You're like. Well, I just didn't know. question because 
You know, maybe is we've it, been trying to wrap up for thirty minutes, but I'll go till two in the morning. This is how you are when you say, "Oh, I got one more quick thing." And <laughs> Tyler's like, "Yeah, fucking right." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Bullshit. I mean, yeah, bullshit. But no, I <laughs> bullshit. It's midnight, you know. I, I uh, I'm cool. I'm I've always I, I've always had a fondness for the OG metalcore because, like you said, it yep. it shaped me um, musically um, as a listener and as a musician. Um, so I, I will always hold that era in my heart mm-hmm. dearly. So, but I, I'm, I am curious who would be America's Polaris if Parkway is Australia's Metallica. Is I it ABR? Like, I felt like Tyler was offended by no. that statement too. ABR I, I is a big fucking it. deal. Yeah, but they're bigger than Polaris. I'm saying yeah. like up and coming. Like, to, is it Moths? Era, right now. Era, it's era was that current. So the make them suffer show. Era played era, that too. They didn't play it. Oh, but they were there. Oh, in, okay. in the balcony watching. Oh, okay. And they they shouted them out. Yeah, said, you know, yeah. Era, Era's in the building watching us. I think they're getting doing a tour together now, or getting ready to go on tour. Okay. Yeah, I think Era played a show around here around the same time. So probably just. Catching the fucking show, yeah, yeah. I'm that's pretty sure they have the singer from Texas in July. They do, yeah. Yep. JT Cavi. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. He's dude, been with Air the... is fucking for not to cut you off. No, man, go ahead. First album, dude. That first one, fuck yeah, yeah it's uh, crazy. I don't know the name off the top of my head. So I don't know Jesse if, did some crazy shit on that album. Maybe it's not the first one. It's one or two. If if it's rebirth, one. is it? No, the song is rebirth. The song rebirth. That's a jam. Yep. Uh, the first album is called Augment. Augment. Yep. I had a hard time. Drift getting is no, the actually era. actually Impulse is before that, but Augment is the album I'm talking about. Augment. That's, yeah, that's Impulse, the yeah. album. Augment's the one that got me into Era. Yeah. Yep. Augment's I've, the one that got me into them. The, yeah. There's Impulse and then Andromeda was the very first one. Uh, Drift was really good. I wasn't a big fan of Neon. I didn't think that was a great record. And then they dropped their self-titled, and I was absolutely fucking obsessed with it. Oh, Still yeah. am. But See, I, I even, will say, I even heard it. Tyler mentions, we talk, we, we rag on JT from Era in Texas in July a lot yep. for having that one scream. Yep. He's got one scream. He's really fucking good at it, but he's got the one. Mm-hmm. So I do, I do give him a hard time for that. But other than that, I, I mean, I can't scream that good in that one pitch, so. I shouldn't talk shit, but yeah. well, that's what makes Will Ramos so good is the fact that just Ramos his, is just fucking insane, dude. Insane. He can so he does. He did like vocal coaching and shit, like, and he gives vocal coaching now. Like he's he is an absolute monster, and I know that like Lorna Shore might not be everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, I don't like him, but yeah, man, vocally it's blasphemy. The shit, that's blasphemy. The shit they do is. I mean, I respect them. No, yeah. I'm no, more I'm, of a slaughter to prevail death metal kind of guy than I am a Lorna Shore death metal kind of guy. I could do without the pig squeals. But Alex Alex the Terrible makes gator noises now that are like what? Like that new song Viking they have, he mm-hmm. like turns into an alligator. <coughs> and I'm like, How did you do that? And he does it live too, and I'm like, oh, okay, so that's like legit. He literally has a fucking scar on his face that he just cut into himself because he thought it would look cool. He has a pet bear. Russian death metal, bro. <laughs> like, I think I seen him do a show where he's screaming without the mic. Yeah, yeah. He's scre- yeah, he he does that every show. He'll scream without the mic, and you can hear him clear as day. And I'm like, that's terrifying. 
Which he's a massive human being. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. That's. He's got the lungs for it. Yeah. I mean, he, he's doing his warm-ups, he's brushing his teeth, he, and it's like this fucking absolute demonic monster sound coming out of him, and I'm like, bro, how do you do that? It's fucking crazy. First of all, I sound like in the shit. shower. So, well, guys, thank you so much for coming back on, giving us more of your time and, and breaking down Barnyard. Um, looking forward to it next year. Uh, a couple shows left here in 2023 that are going to be a good time. Um can't wait to go to fucking Toodles and watch you guys. Fuck, Fuck yeah. I fucking yeah. love Toodles. Drink beer and watch. watch Dude, I'm pretty sure. I think Jimmy told me that we're all fucking sharing the kit. Oh, Your kit? No, oh. Jimmy's. Oh. I mean, that's that's between you drummers. Well, me and Jimmy sharing it. He told me, I think he told me at the bash. I don't mind sharing a bass cab. Like, I love that shit. I mean... Especially when it's not yours. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, all I gotta, I gotta do is pack my, my, my fucking head and a cord, and you know, well, yeah, I'm, I'm down. Mean, my base cab will be there. Liquid's using it. Oh, so it'll be there all night. I can Liquid's here, playing man. too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Aaron's birthday. Remember? Oh, it's for that's right. Okay, why was I thinking it was? Because you had said something about Bloomy's birthday, and that's in April. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's Aaron's birthday. So yeah. Aaron's going to be coming on the show, too, I believe it. Yeah, we just got to yeah. pick a date. We got Aaron, on. Tony Tipton wants to come on, too. We got some. Yeah, I talked to Tony. We got some banger guests coming on. Yeah, I said, hey, man, you need to check this shit out. I'll show, yeah. show you some love. And then he, uh, he, I told him, like, dude, you should go on there, he man. He came up uh, to us at the show, and we were like, yo. Tony's my dude, man. He's you a good dude, man. So, Uncle motherf- T-Bone. Motherfucker's a lifesaver. I think it'd be interesting down the road sometime to get to have Bloomy and Mills on here because yeah. Mills is, uh, I mean, he's a former Sour Blood member, right? So right. just sort of like the, just sort of like a reunion type yeah. thing. I mean. Dude, we'll have Have you ever talked to him? Show. Mills? Yeah. No, I've I mean, never met the guy. Yeah, he's he, he's not he's not he's not right. Yeah, I mean <laughs> from the, from what I saw on stage, I gathered that he's he's hilarious. Yeah, from what I saw on stage, I gathered that. There's... I mean, when we unloaded the stage, he was in flip flops, a hard hat, and a neon vest. <laughs> oh my God, we're let's in backwoods, circling. Let me get a look at her unloading a stage. <laughs> but you know what? He was protected. He was protected. <laughs> he, had he, was he had his code. code. He was following <laughs> code. OSHA regulations had no chance. Oh, oh shit! Jesus. He was he was preaching uh, OSHA regulations to us, right? Left with your back, not with your legs. Not with your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Bend straight over at the hip. Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, All right, boys. Well, it's been a good one, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you guys coming on. As always, thank you to everybody listening. Give us a follow on social media at TSIS Podcast, or just search the Screaming Idiot Show. Check out Sour Blood. Got some new jams out. New shit coming still. Yes, Afraid and Alone. Alone and Afraid. Um, Screaming Evidence. New music out. No return. Um, lots of new jams out, man. Shows coming up. Come check check these guys out if you're if you're local and you're gonna be gonna be in the area. Um, appreciate you as always. Until next time, we are the Screaming Idiots. We'll see you next week. Peace, love, dove. No